When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Big Brother 24 Stockwatch Roundtable <laughs> Podcast. Woo. I'm your host, Darren Armstrong, and with me today, we've got Melissa. How are you doing, Melissa? <laughs> I am doing great. I am excited to talk. I feel like uh, I feel like it feels to me like a different show than it felt last week a little bit. Here we go. Now it's starting. Like that show? Exactly. Just like that show. Actually, I feel like last week was more like that show. This week is like maybe a little better. I mean, no, that show was good. But I mean, if we were in Squid Game, the game itself, whatever, doesn't matter. The point is that, uh, you know, I, I've been enjoying the feeds this week, whereas last week it was very, very hard for me to even just watch a minute of it because it just made me feel too bad. So. uh I feel a lot better. So happy to talk about it. All right. Well, also with us here today is Chantal. How are you doing, Chantal? I'm definitely with you, Melissa. I'm doing so much better than I was last week. You know, Big Brother is my favorite show. I've been watching it since the first day that it started, like over 20 years ago. And it was always my summer show that I got really excited for. And it really hurt when I was really not enjoying last week. And mm-hmm. and it just kind of, I was like, is it over? Do I not like Big Brother anymore? Is that is that what's happening here? And so I really feel better to see that this was a little bit more like a normal week in Big Brother. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like how it started, 
but it seemed a little bit back to normal. And so at least now I can watch it. Um, I'm not cringing and feeling terrible for the people that are in the house and wanting them to just end the game because it's just so terrible, their treatment. And so at least we're back to the game that I love. We still have an upward journey to go to get to where it was, but uh, at least we're going in that direction. So happy to be here to talk it through with you too. Yes, and we are certainly going in a direction here as we talk (laughs) about the second week of Big Brother 24. This is the podcast where we talk about everything from the feeds and we rate the players based on how well we think they're doing in the game from 1 to 10. I also send out a survey every week. Uh, The survey is still live if you want to take it uh, where you can can rate the players from 1 to 10 and, and tell me who your favorite is. Tell me all kinds of answers to all kinds of questions. Uh, you can find that survey on my Twitter at Armstrong Taren. The survey will be up for another 20 minutes before it closes forever. <laughs> and you'll never again have a chance to give your thoughts on week two of Big Brother 24. <laughs> In fact, uh, there's a little bit of, of magic that goes into it. You're actually not even able to speak about week two of Big Brother 24 ever again after it closes so it's legitimately your only chance uh so uh we'll see how that goes but let's talk about the week let's talk about what we've seen i think the really the first thing we need to talk about the the breakingest of news is that uh we had the eviction postponed the eviction episode at least uh obviously usually we have the eviction episodes on thursday uh but uh it was initially postponed to Friday. Uh, and we were thinking, okay, <clears throat> got to wait a day. Maybe they'll still tape it on Thursday, air it on Friday. Maybe we won't have feeds for Thursday night or Friday day. That would kind of suck. Uh, we'd miss a lot of the good strategizing, the nomination stuff. But uh, then we'll get the episode on Friday and then we'll be watching again. However, it then, uh, we found out today, postponed again to Sunday. Yeah. So uh, we are anticipating a Sunday episode that is two hours long, featuring the eviction, the HOH competition, uh, the HOH winner, and the nominations. usual Sunday nominations. Um, yeah. So, obviously, the, uh, the, the big question remaining is... Will we have feeds after Thursday? Uh, assuming they tape the eviction on their regularly scheduled time on Thursday, will the feeds be down from Thursday all the way to Sunday? I think they will be because like they always want to like save that surprise of who's been evicted and they don't I don't think they even love the fact that people know who's the the head of household like they kind of want to withhold that from us sometimes so I think that they're going to keep it all from us till Sunday because why else are they moving? Like, I don't know. They, maybe they want to really have a big surgence on that Sunday show. I still haven't figured out why they're not even keeping it till Friday. Like, has something happened? Um, but I definitely do not think that there will be feeds over the weekend. Yes. And um, I do know and I haven't checked just now yet, but uh, I do know that Hamster Watch, who, uh, as we've said before, uh, very reliable oh. for information. Um, she did tweet out uh, earlier that uh, when when we thought the show was going to be aired on Friday, that it was she was told that the feeds would be down 
until the episode on Friday. And then shortly after that, the news was released that they decided to push it back to Sunday. I believe the last thing that uh, Hamster Watch has said about this is no word yet uh, about weekend feeds. So uh, no confirmation that we will not have feeds, but we do know that it was likely the plan to not have feeds until Friday. So we don't know if they're going to keep that plan uh, all the way until Sunday. Yeah, which they should not put the feeds down for that long of a time. We, I mean, if you're watching the feeds, you're obviously like a loyal fan of the show. And I don't really see a situation happening where they show on the feeds after the eviction and we realize who was evicted and then we're just like, well, I guess we just won't watch the episodes anymore. Like it just (laughs) doesn't make any sense. I get that they're trying to like keep up the suspense, but in a situation like this, I mean, I can understand like Friday. Okay. Fine. The episode airs on Friday, but this is like four days of no feeds. Like that's too long. It's way too long. So I don't see what the logic is behind it. Um, I, I honestly, I, I don't, I don't get it. And I think that it's a really bad move because it kills all momentum. Like mm-hmm. we just won't, I mean, literally Twitter will just be quiet like, <laughs> for like those four days. I just don't see why they wouldn't want the publicity of people like talking about it and keeping it trending and like all that sort of stuff. Like I, I get that it's unfortunate that we have to move the episode and blah, blah, blah. But like, Keep the feeds up. Who cares? The feeds don't correspond with the episodes. Like, I mean, it it doesn't make any sense. Maybe they're taking a page from Big Brother Canada 9 book. Uh, that was the worst. I was so angry with that. I was like, I'm not going on Twitter. I'm not watching it. I'm not even coming back to the show. I did, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely was irritated by it. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe they could do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say, I think, I do think there is a chance that the feeds do come back at some point. Um, I don't think it's, it's like completely gone at this point, uh, that, uh, that they're, they're definitely not coming back. Although I do think that's the most likely outcome at the, uh, at this time. Um, but this is the U S right? Like we, I think if this was Canada, I would say <laughs> lock it in a hundred percent. We're not getting feeds until Monday morning, uh, because they're all about that. But, um, but the U.S., this would be one of the biggest periods of, of feed outage uh, that I that, that I would remember in, in recent uh, or even longer history for uh, Big Brother U.S. to have a, a straight up outage from Thursday to Sunday night. Um, I mean, that's that's a long time for the U.S. to be out uh, and not something that they usually would do. Now, obviously, this is kind of an unusual circumstance, but uh, I do think that it's possible that they they maybe turn the, the feeds back on at some point. That's because because it's all because it's like it's, it's, you're not gonna you're not gonna have the result. First of all, we know we know what's gonna happen. <laughs> right. We'll talk about it. Second, uh, it's gonna leak. This is gonna be spoilers anyway. Like uh, if you tape it on Thursday, we'll probably know by Sunday. Like it's not gonna be a secret. Do you think that mm-hmm. they might change the schedule n- now that they've pushed it to Sunday? Because, like, maybe, yeah, they're going to tape everything on Thursday, air it on Friday. But now that it's on Sunday, do you think they might move their their schedule to, I don't know, Saturday-Sunday combo so that, like, we can have the feeds Thursday-Friday and then they can shut them down for whatever they, they need to? 
I assume not. That's something that ha- actually has like, I think a practical application where, you know, the crew is scheduled to work on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, and Julie is scheduled to come in at that time. And, uh, like, you know, the, like everything kind of is like the, the path of least resistance is to just <laughs> tape it at the same time. Um, and, and that's like it would affect the game as well. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I guess like, it probably wouldn't change anything, but the idea of like giving a nominee or whatever, like Longer extra time. time to campaign or people to change their minds or whatever, sure. like maybe it would be like a little, uh, you know, fair. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I think they will likely still have the eviction on Thursday. Feeds will likely go down at least for the eviction. And then, you know, we will see, <laughs> we will see what happens Should we take after bets? that. <laughs> uh yeah maybe 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 that should be uh you can make a prop bet on the stock watch uh will we will we get it with some feeds um so uh getting that out of the way um we we may come back next week on tuesday with a grand total of you know like 48 hours of feeds to work from uh for next week but uh but let's let's talk about some of what we have seen this week because it has been a pretty interesting week. I think there are a lot of uh, dynamics going on in the house that uh, that are worth tracking and, and sort of paying attention to. Uh, much less Taylor bashing overall, which is great. Uh, so much better than before. Uh, still pretty annoying that it's less and not <laughs> none. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly. Like, that's one of the reasons why I really couldn't watch it last week. I mean, I did, but it just like it actually just hurt me so much that she was so un- just did not know what was really going on. And she's just like this innocent person is going around trying to make friends with people and everything that she was doing. They're just like bashing her behind her back. And so I felt really bad. So the fact that it was less is better. And I agree with you that it should just be not at all because she really hasn't done anything to warrant any hate so far. Mm hmm. Uh, we also made some discoveries about uh, Taylor's preferences in men. I think this is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think it was really funny how, like, Daniel was like, Taylor has a crush on me. She obviously is into me. And everybody on Twitter was like, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, Daniel. Like, it was just everybody thought that he just was out of his mind thinking that she had a crush on him just because, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I feel like it's like, you hear that a lot. Like when somebody's like, Oh, she, they must just have a crush on me. And you're like, okay, like whatever. That's not the only reason why she's like talking to you or doing this and that and same vice versa with a guy or whatever. But like this one was a shock. I <laughs> really did not see this one coming. I really thought that he just was being a little full of himself and thinking that she just must have a crush on him. And she did. So, yeah, what a revelation. Wait, so I, has she been following him around and we just didn't get to see it on the feeds? Because he's been like... Well, no, she hasn't been following him around. I mean, we, we know like that. A, it might have been like... You know, I don't know. I feel like when I think that somebody is into me or whatever if I get that vibe there's like a vibe that's put off of like oh this person's into me I'm not into them I'm trying to like stay away from them even though the person is like talking to me a normal amount if I get the sense that they're into me and I'm not into them it feels more like overbearing because you're like trying to be nice about it and not like 
but not give off that same vibe back to them. I don't know. I, I feel like it could have been like a misinterpretation of like him thinking that like her even just being friendly with him was like, oh, she's really into me. She's following me. I got to get out of this. Um, but I didn't see her following him around or anything like that when I was <laughs> watching. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think basically the summary of what happened is that Taylor said that she wants to heavy pet Daniel and the fan base went. It actually makes no sense. (laughs) This is nonsensical. This is completely illogical. I mean, well, especially with his speech when he put her up, like, like it was really frosty. Like I was not, I'd have been like, I'd be like, this person hates me. I'm never talking to them again. Like I would never be able to have a crush on somebody that spoke to me that way. Um, Maybe it's like negging. Maybe she was like not interested at all. And then he like said that to her and she's like, she's like, Oh, okay. No, I hope not. Playing hard mm. to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy's just playing hard to get. That's all. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, unfortunately most of my jokes involve condoms, so we're gonna move on. Um, oh, I yeah. want to hear your jokes. Let's hear your, your routine. <laughs> Don't tease us, Sierra Taren. What are your set? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so um, with uh, with Jasmine's as our HOH, it's been an interesting week because really for the second week in a row, we have uh, we have a, a week where the HOH is not really taking charge, kind of taking cues from other people and not really solidifying any kind of power structure. Uh, and so the house remains very messy, very uh, fluid um, as, you know, the what what was the Mamba Alliance or the Bleep Alliance became the Pose Pack Alliance and is now really just a facade uh, that uh, most people are not super loyal to, uh, that it's kind of turning into a bit of a, a war of the gender here uh genders i should say um and uh and we also have a couple of other like groups that are forming that are happening around in different places uh i talked about a lot of this this morning but um it's a very fluid house we've got uh pooch and taylor on the block pooch potentially blindsided on thursday here uh we we joseph is definitely on to the fact that uh, something is wrong Especially after the Britney conversation where she said that, you know, hypothetically, if Pooch were to be evicted, it, it definitely wouldn't be her doing. Uh, and, um, and, uh, and they also plan to just straight up tell Turner and, and Joseph, or they at least have flirted with that idea quite a lot. So, uh, so we may or may not get a blind side, but the point is that we're heading into next week where this next HOH yet again is, uh, very important. Uh, could change a lot in terms of where this uh, game goes because if we get an HOH that does have firm convictions and does want to take a, a strong stance then they could really shape, still pretty much shape the game in the direction they want it to go. So uh, it would be particularly upsetting if we didn't get to see any of that happen on the feeds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be terrible but I just, for, what, for whatever reason like I, I don't have high hopes here. But maybe me being like the Debbie Downer of this situation would mean like, oh, we will get the fees and then I'll be happy and uplifted. So fingers crossed that way. Yes. Uh, so uh, 
Let's talk about a quick summary of um, of the week here. Uh, we've got uh, looks, sometimes the the visual viewers uh, get extra extra benefits. Um, so now the uh, audio listeners will be like, "What does that mean, Taryn?" <laughs> So that, it's up like, to their imagination. It's, it's you know, like a condom and a spatula. Yeah, he's like talking about condoms. <laughs> he's talking about this, and he's like, "Guess what? Visual people get a little, little something, something extra." Whoop. Yeah. See? Uh, now the audio listeners are going to be very confused. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Jasmine, as I said, nominated Taylor and Pooch. Pooch volunteered for the block. Uh, you all know this already. It happened in the episodes. Uh, Michael ends up winning the veto. He does not use the veto. And we are now looking at Taylor versus Pooch on the block. Um, the guys are getting worried because um, for in, in particular, Monty and Kyle within the Pose Pack Alliance were like, hey, we actually don't want Pooch to go. Taylor says she's coming for us. And there's just been messiness all over the place. Uh, I think maybe the better way to describe this week is to just talk about the state of the house, the house structure right now, where it really started with, um, you know, pose pack. And then you kind of had like what was left of girls, girls or six in the city or whatever they want to call themselves. Um, and then you also had like Oasis, the guys thing over there, but that was also not a real alliance. Um, and that was pretty much it. Like that was the structure of the house. Uh, after Paloma leaves, Pose Pack becomes Pose Pack. And, and every time I say Pose Pack, I feel like I'm saying pose as in like strike a pose. Uh, pose <laughs> strike a pose pack. Um, pose pack. That works so, honestly makes more sense to me than Poe being Paloma, but whatever. Um, so they decided to replace Paloma with Nicole. Now, in the episode, we really only saw Amira's perspective from this. We do know that Amira was the one that brought Nicole in. But according to multiple people within the Alliance, it was actually Monty that kind of pushed for this. And the inclusion of Nicole has basically dismantled this alliance. Uh, pretty quickly, she told Daniel about it. Uh, she told Daniel that she wanted to help sort of dismantle it and replace Monty with Daniel. Um, and she has been doing her best to destroy Monty's game from the inside ever since he gave her the invite to the Alliance. Um, <laughs> and it's been working. Uh, Monty got, uh, uh, Monty, uh, decided that like, again, he's hearing that Taylor wants to comfort. And this is all Monty's fault because Monty just won't like talk to Taylor and make peace with her. So Taylor has decided, uh, okay, I'm going after Monty. This gets back to Monty, and then Monty's like, oh, well, I can't have Taylor in the game. I need to keep Pooch around. Pooch likes me. I like Pooch. Like, let's keep Pooch. Let's get rid of Taylor. And Nicole and Amira are like, no. <laughs> you, you don't have a say in this. Like, we have the numbers. This is what we want to do. It's best for us. It's best for the Alliance. Um, and Monty's like, damn it. Why did I let Nicole in? Uh, <laughs> and so... Uh, so the power is kind of shifting in that direction, like Daniel, um, and there's this new group that could form with Daniel and Jasmine, uh, with Nicole and Amira and Alyssa. 
And, um, and then you've also on the other side got like Michael and Brittany still talking. Michael has been talking with Kyle a lot. Uh, and Michael is trying to pull in Taylor. And so you do have these, uh, skeletons of new groups that are potentially forming outside of Pose Pack and outside of the gender divide. Um, but it's all still very much up in the air right now. The, the key elements to the change from last week to this week are that the Pose Pack is all but done. And, uh, you know, Monty's in a little bit of trouble. And also, Amira and Nicole are in a little bit of trouble because Monty and Kyle are kind of looking in their direction after the events of the week. So uh, a lot has changed here, uh, Chantel. And I'm happy that a lot has changed. And the fact that even Taylor is being kind of pulled in, not necessarily like saying like, hey, we're in alliance together, but like she's being considered as a person in the house playing a game with some value. That was just really refreshing to see. Um, the fact that Nicole and Amira are not just sticking with the plan that the guys say, like they're, they're being like, no, this is what I want to happen. No, I don't want to get Taylor out right now because Taylor, Taylor is not coming for us. She's good for our game to keep her here for this week. And so I like that people are not just going with what the house wants and that they're actually starting to decide to you know shape the game in the way in the direction that they want to go so i'm very happy that the shift is happening um and hopefully it will continue to go in this direction that the people that i don't enjoy their gameplay get power that's i don't want that i want to keep it going in this direction yeah i mean honestly this week has actually been fairly enjoyable um i would say that the at the beginning when jasmine won hoh i was like Oh mm-hmm. my God, no. I was like, what? I don't want to watch this. Like, I want nothing to do with this, especially after like the feeds come up and she's immediately saying like, oh, haha, Taylor, you thought you were off the block. We'll get right back on it. And it's just like, oh no, not this again. We're right back where we started. Um, I was really not looking forward to this week, but I've really loved, um, you know, like you guys said, the fact that it's not just like, Let's just do what the HOH wants. Because it could have been a really, really straightforward, easy week. Jasmine wanted Taylor gone initially at the start of the week. Everybody could have just been like, yeah, okay, fair enough. It's not me. So let's just kick Taylor out. That's what we were going to do this first week anyway. So it could have been a very, very simple week for them. And I'm so glad that Nicole and Amira and all of them decided, you know, we're not, we're not going to do an easy week. And they immediately got to work and were like, well, what about someone else? Let's put someone else, you know, let's, let's not target Taylor and let's target somewhere someone else. And so, um, I've really, and then, you know, Pooch like volunteering himself to be on the blog just to be like completely stabbed in the back. Um, I think it's great. Um, very entertaining. And I also like the fact that when Monty was like, I don't like this plan. I want to keep Pooch. Why are we doing this? The girls stood up for themselves and they said, no, we want, this is the plan. This is what we're doing. And I feel like I absolutely could have seen on a previous season, you know, everyone kind of just being like, oh, well, Monty doesn't like it. Uh, half our alliance isn't so keen on it. So let's just like, let's stick with the big group alliance, the post pack or whatever. And we'll just move, we'll just move forward with that. That's it. Um, so it's been a, you know, a great week. Very surprising. Um, definitely not how I expected the week to go. And not only that, I feel like there's also been like some fun strategy conversations um, like in the background going on. I've been loving, you know, seeing Kyle and Michael and Brittany and Taylor possibly kind of like circling around a potential alliance. I really would love to see them together. Um, 
And, you know, just seeing like these various little like twosomes develop um, with people, like it seems like, you know, Nicole and Amira have gotten really, really close and they seem very strong. So uh, I'm interested to see what happens from here. Um, And then kind of just seeing Monty kind of just like his game just sliding because he just won't let go of power, really. Like he wants to be in control and it feels like, you know, when they tell him that's not the way this week is going, this is the way this week is going. And he still pushes back and he still keeps trying to push to get Taylor out. It's like, okay, you're obsessed. Stop. Um, it wouldn't make me want to work with him. He, he was, you know, he was just obsessive over the idea of getting Taylor out. Um, and, and I felt that way about, about Daniel at first, but I do think that recently he's kind of been like, well, and I think honestly, I think this whole crush thing has actually helped Taylor's game because <laughs> it does appear that Michael now is kind of like, well, she likes me. She's not going to kick me out. We might have, or Daniel, did Daniel. I say Michael? Anyway, um, I, I get those two confused. So if I ever say Michael and it sounds like I'm talking about Daniel, just assume I am. Um, so, you know, Daniel's sitting there and being like, well, she likes me. She's not going to vote me out. I think I'll just keep her around a little bit. Like, I don't feel, you know, too endangered by her. Um, And then also the girls as well, who kind of maybe thought that she was into Monty or some other, or Kyle or whoever else they were, or Joseph, whoever else they had a crush on. Now they're not seeing her as a threat to to their relationships with those guys. And so it's kind of like, she's kind of taken the target a little bit off of her based on this crush. So, you know, it actually, I think was a good thing that she revealed it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I do think it's sort of like a, a funny kind of like uh, storyline to, to you know, because I, I do think I'm sure, I'm sure there's part of it that is like, um, by by saying she has a crush on Daniel, like means she's not coming for any of the other guys, right? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. there's probably a part of that that uh, that will probably help her a little bit socially, but. But I, I don't know that it's it's really changed too much for her at this point. Um, I think in general, she's just on a slow upward trajectory of right. not being targeted. Uh, and she's still, I think, kind of moving in that direction. Um, and uh, man, I, uh, you know, I've said it before, but I, I hope she doesn't end up in, in jury with Daniel. Oh, God. Ooh, with alcohol. Oh, God. <laughs> look, look. Look, she can do whatever she wants. I just want her to be informed when she does. Yeah, like I would uh, prefer her to know what he had said yeah. about her before mm-hmm. anything. It's like it's possible that like, oh, it ends up being water under the bridge and he ends up, you know, the, being fine to her the rest of the game. The fact that he was initially saying some of that stuff about her, I certainly would would be interested in knowing that before anything, like before I hooked up with someone, I would want to know if they were like, <laughs> talking such trash about me like I, I I don't know I think we need a new rule you know how like uh house guests often when they're cast they look up like advice from previous house guests videos like I'm pretty sure former house guests you're gonna have to start putting in those videos don't hook up in the jury house because <laughs> you do not know what that person has said <laughs> Yes. People have made mistakes in the past and they will make them in the future. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so bad if that happened to me. (laughs) So awful. Can you imagine if like they end up in a showman's too? Like, and it's like they come out of the house and they're like, this is us. We're in a showman's now. And then she like sees 
the stuff that he was saying. Oh, I can't even imagine. It reminds me of Love Island, Casa Amor. Anyways, if you've not watched it, you don't know what I'm talking about. But like they do things on another island with other women and they come back to like their partner. And sometimes they don't know everything that went down until they leave the show. And so sometimes there's a lot of drama after the show when they find out the truth of everything. Mm. So, boy. Wow. I hope that that Big Brother meets Love Island. Yeah, really. We'll get get feeds inside the jury house. Yeah, we need jury house feeds, definitely. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. So... Basically, where we are right now is, again, like a big mess. But um, there are a lot of people still targeting Turner. Um, A lot of the women in particular are looking at Turner as a target. Joseph is up there as either a target or a backup to Turner. Um, Joseph has started campaigning more uh, fervently for Pooch to stay. This could damage his game uh, and potentially put him more at the top of the list, especially like Turner doesn't really do much in the house. Um, so I, I do kind of feel like if, if Pooch leaves and Turner's just kind of like, Oh crap. Well, what now everyone? Uh, and Joseph is, is still kind of just being Joseph. I feel like they might shift from, from Turner to Joseph just because Joseph, uh, is like a God, uh, physically. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh so that might happen. Uh but uh, so so Turner and Joseph definitely two big targets. We're also again hearing from Monty and Kyle and Monty's kind of spreading it to Joseph and Turner. Maybe we should be looking at Amira and it's you know Turner Turner is already looking at Amira. Nicole could be an option um if they're trying to take a shot at the heads of the snake as they put it. Um so they could be in some danger. Uh, you of course also have Monty in some trouble from uh, from uh, from Taylor and perhaps some of the other women like uh, like even Nicole who is saying she'll go after Turner, but I think if she has a shot, especially a backdoor shot, she really might take it at Monty. Um, and uh, and Daniel may also end up taking a shot at Monty. I think that's possible, even though he said he wouldn't. Um, and uh, so Monty, I think, in some trouble. 
And, uh, and then of course you still have like these backups. Indie, Britney are also being talked about as targets. Um, because Indy's talking too much with the guys and Britney's talking too much with pretty much anyone that will listen to her throw anyone under the bus. So, uh, um, so it's really like this next week could go anywhere. And then on top of that, we have this BB bestie twist where people are going to be put into pairs. Uh, so who knows how much of an impact that has on the targeting and the, and, and everything. Um, and, uh, and then again, like we might not even see it, see any of it. So, uh, that, that's kind of, that's kind of where we are. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious about this BB bestie thing. I hope that it's going to help tailor out for the most part, just like being paired with somebody that nobody wants to get out. Hopefully that will be able to let her get some social capital, let her get some Intel, let her realize her actual position in the house, because I feel like she's not pay- playing with enough information. So she's actually not making good decisions, even though she's not necessarily being targeted this week. She doesn't really know what's going on and she's not really saying the best thing. So hopefully this BB bestie twist benefits Taylor. Hopeful. I mean, it could, uh, or, or it could hurt. Uh, I know, but help, help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have some, uh, some, uh, answers, some, some, uh, opinions from the audience. I asked the audience, uh, to rank the players from their favorite to their least favorite. Melissa, Chantal, who is at the top of this list? I'm saying Michael. Well, yeah, I got to say Michael because last time I said Taylor and I was wrong. So I got to say Michael and then I'll say Taylor. Well, it is, in fact, Michael. So I I guess once again, clearly shame on the audience. Uh, We're very (laughs) serious about this. Um, It's a very serious matter. Um, very serious, honestly. Like, <laughs> this is, yeah. I mean, this affects the house. The <laughs> I can't believe list. they chose Michael yet again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got people harassing me on Instagram, even, which is oh not for Big Brother. That's for my personal life. And uh, they were very, very mad at me when I said, when I guessed Taylor and was surprised that it was Michael and not Taylor. So. Oh, I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm sorry so, you went through so that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it is, in fact, Michael, uh, followed by Taylor. But uh, who's number three? I have Ooh. Amira. That was my number three. I think it is. Oh, my gosh. I guess, like, uh, well, now, I, now I'm blanking on, like, literally everybody in the house. I mean, <laughs> Maybe like maybe Brittany. Um, wait, but who else is in the house? Well, we're not going to run down the whole list. <laughs> I think I think maybe um, maybe think of the, Brittany the... or Kyle. Shame on you, Melissa. How could you not obviously agree that it's Amira Chantel Nelda? <laughs> I didn't know. I was trying to make a different guess too. Uh, who's in last place? Who's in last place? (laughs) I put Turner. I, um, maybe I'll go with Monty. Chantel nailed it again. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm in a roll. Chantel, do you have the list in front of you? (laughs) (laughs) I have my list, but... (laughs) She she just voted a million. Hold on, I need. To, I, I usually we don't go too far in this, but I need to keep going no. until she gets one wrong. Oh Who's no, no, I'm scared. Uh, my number four was Nicole. 
Okay, okay, you got okay. one wrong. Uh, <laughs> or is it Kyle? Kyle is number five. Is it, is it Kyle? Kyle, Kyle is number five. Okay. Yeah. It's Alyssa, number four. Oh, okay. I have yeah. Alyssa, number six. Yes. Uh, so it goes Michael, number one, Taylor, number two, Amira, number three, then Alyssa, Kyle, Indy, Brittany, Nicole, Joseph, Terrence, Monty, Daniel, Pooch, Jasmine, Turner. I had Ch- Jasmine Turner as well. I forgot about Jasmine in the house. Um, She's an HOH and I forgot about her. <laughs> how could you forget about Jasmine in the house? Oops. Hold on, she's in the right space. She's gonna have words with you as soon as she gets over there. (laughs) Oh god! (laughs) So it's just a reused sound effect, right? Like it's not actually squeaky in real life, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard it squeaking, but man, just you wait. When she gets somebody to make her breakfast, uh, yeah. She's gonna be critical of it. Help her down the stairs. Um, I asked the audience to rate the episodes this week. Um, last week they gave the episodes a four point six. This week they gave the episodes a four point three. Even worse. Wow. I don't know that I agree this time. Maybe it's that that pie eating. I think it's probably the pie. (laughs) It's so bad. People really didn't like the pies. It was so. I was like. Well, I'm like, thank goodness I'm not recapping this episode because this is this is a dud. Like, I definitely don't care about eat, people eating pie. To be it'd be a cliffhanger from Thursday night to go and eat pies, sitting down eating pies and holding a T or an F out of your mouth. Like, nah, not good for half an hour. Mm-mm, no, thank you. So I I get it. Bad. It's anti pie audience. Um, I uh, I liked the Thursday episode. I thought it was kind of exciting. <laughs> say I like the and pie. <laughs> um, and you know what? I wa- I wasn't that down on the uh, look. I I feel like I've been complaining about competitions for so long uh, that people roll their eyes and every whenever I complain about them. Um, so like my my complaint level is already at average. So when I hit when I hit the pies, I'm like, yeah, this is expected. If anything, at least it was something. Yeah, I am surprised the episodes are ranked so low because I did think Thursdays was very exciting. It had everything in it. I mean, we had like injuries and we had, you know, Julie needing to sign off real quick. And we had like a whole thing going on. I I was very entertained by it. We had an exit uh, at people being saved and being grateful for being saved and just twist after twist after twist. It was very entertaining to me. So I don't know. Uh, well, I also asked the audience to rate the feeds this week. Last week, they gave the feeds a 4.9. This week, a 5.6. Oh, and I agree with that. I, I thought this week was much better for feeds than last week. Last week, it was like, I I would sometimes just be like, I just can't watch right now. It's mm-hmm. too hard. Not I sure. just can't do it. And this week, I was just like watching just literally all the time. There was always some co- interesting conversation. Like I tend to kind of to tune out or turn them off. If it's just like a group convo where they're just like chit chatting. But this time, this week, like it was just constant strategy. It was like each, you know, each quadrant oh, yeah. or whatever was somebody was talking some sort of game with somebody else. And it was just very, it was very exciting. And even when we thought everything was like really solid and solidified, um, there was talk about backdooring Joseph. So it was like, are they going to do this? And that was like so late at night. So it just, you know, 
there's always something going on this week. I thought it was very, the feeds were very good this week. Yeah. I, I, you know, this was definitely a week where usually if, if somebody's like dipping their toes in the water of the feeds, uh, you know, they'll turn it on and they'll be like, you watch this all day uh, because nothing's happening. Um, this is a pretty good week for just turning them on at, a, at any given point. And there was, you know, within five minutes is probably game talk that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say there was like very little time where they, they're, they weren't talking game. Like it was either they were asleep or they were all eating a group dinner, but that group dinner only lasted like a few minutes. And then it was like, all right, back to the separate rooms to talk games. So I enjoyed it. So why didn't you think it was higher considering it was such like a big departure from last week to this week? Like, why wouldn't it be in like the sevens? I'm just curious. I think it's high. I think uh, this is usually true of the audience, even in like the stock watch ratings that like they don't like big jumps. Mm. Yeah, they're like they've they've been hurt and they they don't trust easily. I think it was a holdover from yeah last week's rating. I don't know if we like these feeds yet. So and honestly, like I would say that if I was just checking Twitter, I would think that it was the same as last week with the Taylor bashing, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I feel like Twitter has kept on a roll on, like, the fact that that's the only thing going on. Um, and people are just, like, sharing, like, little things people have said here and there. But I do feel like it is a lot better than last week. Um, while there's still some conversations about Taylor, like, it's not the only conversation. Because I'll be honest, if there's a Taylor bash session, I change the channel. I go to the next, like whoever else is talking. So like there is other people talking and there is other things going on. It's not just that where last week it was just that and it was horrible. So yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little different than last week, at least for me. Yeah. Well, I also asked the audience to rate the season as a whole so far. And last week they gave the season a 3.5 this week. A 4.5. Up a whole point. That's pretty good. good. Yeah, we're approaching average. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, no, not that bad. Um, I asked the audience last week to rate the backstage twist thus far. The, the, to their knowledge, they gave it a 3.1. Now that they've seen it in action or in inaction, they gave it a 1.9. <laughs> Oof. Bad. It was bad. It yeah. was bad. Um, especially for the fact that it was random who was going to receive it. So, like, you know, if he something like if he didn't want to have it, he might have been able to use some strategy to maybe throw it to somebody or whatnot. But the fact that he was just like randomly selected to be this backstage manager, and then he had to just like pick three people, and like he just didn't really have all the information to be able to make a really good decision that was strategic. And so I think it just flopped. For the most part, yeah, they they just tried to make the show into every other copycat reality show that has a competition to decide the elimination. Uh, other instead of a vote, like uh, like like almost every other reality show that is competitive out there has a competition to decide who goes home. Even if there is a vote that's incorporated, obviously the challenge is the biggest one. But like. Every failed attempt at like opposite worlds or, you know, even like, uh, like all, all kinds of these, it's all competition decides who goes home. Um, and Big Brother was like, you know what? You know what would be innovative? 
Terrible idea. Terrible idea. Um, So I also asked the audience, do you think Jasmine did what was best for her game as the HOH? Do you think she did what was best for her game as the HOH? Uh, I want to know from the two of you, do you, do you think, would you say yes or no to that question? I would say no, but it wasn't like the worst. Like, I think that, you know, it was, she ended up putting up Taylor, who's like her enemy, but I don't think that she really, like, I just don't think that she was that strategic. I think the fact that she had Pooch to put up, that's great for her, but she didn't really use the power that she had to really build anything. And so that's kind of why I think that like, no, she didn't do what was best for her game because if she's going to be putting up Taylor and she she knows Taylor is staying, like, are they going to make a little deal here and be like, hey, I got you. I'm sorry that I had to put you up. But she hasn't really used any part of her head of household, in my opinion, to further her game down the road. So not not great. I would say at the beginning of the week, I would have said, no, this is bad for her game because she's doing what people in an alliance that she's not in are asking her to do. Um, however, I think by the end of the week, um, I'm starting, well, it's not the end of the week yet, but you know, at, at this point in the week, I'm starting to think that it, it was a good move because she is building those bonds with the girls. It yes. has kind of broken up this six person alliance or five person, six person, whatever the pose thing or whatever. Um, it has kind of broken that up a bit. Um, and so while it, it did appear in the beginning, like, oh, Jasmine's just doing their bidding. Now it kind of seems like well, doing who's bidding, because now mm-hmm. it does kind of seem like it's more of like a girl's thing versus that six person alliance telling her to do this and, and it not being beneficial for her. Um, and I also think that like, at, you know, at first I was like, well, why put Taylor up? Well, why, you know, Taylor wants to work with you. She thinks she's safe with you. And now why put her up? However, I think that. I think it makes the most sense um, to do that because it keeps Pooch, uh, you know, feeling comfortable because she can still say sure. like, look, you know, no, Taylor's the target. Look, I even put her on the block. She's clearly the target. Even though Pooch wanted someone else to be up there and then backdoor Taylor, I do think that like it does kind of keep Jasmine uh, hit her story up. It keeps her story legit um, to kind of say like, no, no, like, I'm putting you up as a pawn. Taylor's still a target. Everything's still the same. Um, especially if it turned out that everyone was like, yeah, no, we're not actually going to vote out Pooch. Like, let's let's change it back. Then at least Pooch isn't pissed off at her um, because he can kind of see where she's going with this or wh- why she thinks that this is what he had asked for, even though it wasn't exactly what he asked for. Yeah, I think that um, I, I think that she hasn't made the most of this HOH. Uh, she hasn't taken full advantage of it, but I do think she's done a better job than Daniel. She's getting out an actual target, um, an actual like threat in the sense that uh, he's got allies, he's got people who are pulling for him, uh, and um, and she's going to get him out. And there's not a ton of blood specifically on her hands, um, and a lot of the house feels good about her because she, you know, played it pretty decently um and she's even kind of maybe gotten into the seeds of what might be an alliance that could maybe do something my problem is that she should be locked into like two alliances that are super solid and she's like at the core of at this point considering the lack of structure in the house right now um and the fact that she's doing a a move like this uh she also doesn't have a lot of ownership over the move uh, because it was kind of like had to be spelled out for her and pooch had to volunteer and it kind of all fell into her lap 
Um, and, uh, and in, in, in a way, because of that, it's like, um, I don't know that it gives her a lot of like respect in the game that I think she kind of needs, especially when she's walking around on crutches or not walking around on crutches, uh, <laughs> all day long and, and getting people to make food for her. So, um, I would, I would say yes, in terms of like the decision making, I think was overall positive, uh, this week, but um, it was definitely still not like the ideal week, especially for a week two uh, with the opportunities that she had here. Um, and she's been very passive on the back end of this week. Uh, not a lot of game talk whatsoever. And I think that's going to come back to bite her later on. But uh, the audience has said 65%. Yes, she did do what was best for her game. 35% say no, she did not. Uh, compare that to Daniel's percentages last week where Four percent said yes. <laughs> so that's terrible. Four. Oh quite a bit. Quite a bit better uh, yeah. here. Um, so uh, I asked the audience, "Who do you want to be evicted this week?" I think, unsurprisingly, ninety-four percent of the audience said that they want Pooch to be evicted. Uh, and, um, and only 5% said Taylor. Uh, and then finally I asked the audience, who do you want to win HOH next week and run away top pick almost 60% of the vote Taylor. They would love to see a Taylor HOH. Uh, I would too. I would too. I would love that. Please, 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 please. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for the stock watch? Yes. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's do it. We'll pull it up. We'll bring it. We'll make it make it big. All right. Here's what we got. This is the portion of the podcast where we rate the players from one to ten based on how well we think they're doing in the game. One being the worst, ten being the best. One meaning that they have no chance to win. And they are really bad at the game. Uh, 10, meaning that they are doing about as well as they conceivably could at this time. Very heavy favorite to win, doing extraordinary things. Uh, or you're Amon. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk this through. I also polled the audience to get their opinion. And so we'll go through each of our three ratings and then We'll get the audience rating and we will determine what the average is. And then these numbers will influence the prices in the stock watch market. And uh, we'll see what has happened with your fake money. All right. Let's talk about Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa first up here. Last week I gave Alyssa a five. What a different game that was. Um, I still actually feel pretty decent about Alyssa overall. Very few people have mentioned her as a target. Uh, nobody's nobody's really looking at Alyssa uh, as somebody to target. So short-term safety is pretty high. Um, Nicole and Amira are bigger like threat targets than her. Brittany and Indy are bigger like pawn threats than her. Uh, and even Taylor is still out there as a, a threat that people could go after when it comes to the women. Um, and then you know, she has this connection to Kyle, which could theoretically uh, put her in danger. Um, we didn't talk too much about this, but Kyle and uh, Alyssa have been 
sort of developing the perception of a showmance. Um, but I do think that Kyle would likely be the recipient of the target if they were to ever be targeted together, which it still seems like they're not being targeted. Uh, but because of her connection to Kyle, Kyle, she still has ins on the side of the men, uh, which is, I think, a pretty good thing. She's also been decently active, but maybe a little messy, uh, maybe revealing a little too much to Kyle. So uh, I think that you have to account for that. But I think that overall, I actually feel a little bit better about Alyssa this week than I did last week. Um, and so for that reason, I'm going to give Alyssa a six short term safety is good. Uh, the gameplay this week has been pretty good, maybe docking a couple points and then long term prospects. Everybody likes Alyssa. Um, she's in really tight with Jasmine. She still has a great relationship with Indy. She's in really good with Amira. Um, she ha- obviously has Kyle. She just has connections all around the house, like in every corner. And I think that's really good long-term stuff for Alyssa. Uh, so for me, I think Alyssa is a six. Melissa, <laughs> yes. what do you think? Alyssa um, is, is a six for me as well. I actually am really liking what I'm seeing from Melissa. Um, from Melissa. That sounds like I'm saying from Melissa. Anyway, whatever. Um Anyway, uh, you know, I'm really liking what I'm seeing. I think she's really smart. And I think that she is thinking about the game in the right way. I noticed that during the, you know, girl talk conversations where they were like strategizing and they'd be like sitting on the bed like that, like they're at a little slumber party and like also like game talking. uh, She would say what I was thinking as I was watching it a lot of the time. Like it was like, I'd be watching it and I'd be like, Ooh, and another like good thing to think about would be, and then she would say it. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I, you know, I mean, even for example, like when they were trying to decide like whether to put Joseph up on the block next to Pooch and like she mentioned, you know, something else to consider is that if you do put Joseph up on the block, like Pooch and Joseph will have to campaign against each other. And then that might create some sort of rift within the boys. And I was thinking that, and then she went ahead and said it. So I was like, okay, she's clearly like thinking about the game. Right. Um, and I was pretty impressed. Um, I will say that the, the Kyle stuff is both good and bad. I think that um, she feels maybe a little too comfortable with him. Um, like you said, she's revealing some things to him that maybe she should keep closer to her chest. Just con- considering the fact that like, they don't have anything official together. Like it's not like they've officially created a final two. And it does seem to me like Kyle is a little nervous about the girls, you know, working together and he might use, well, he has already used some of the information she's given him, um, as ammo against the girl group. So, um, maybe not against her in particular, but the girl group generally. Um, but also, Alyssa's not considered as one of the top targets of the girl group anyway. So she's fairly insulated. I think other girls would have to go before she would be considered. Um, and the fact that she has Kyle as this sort of like parachute option is good for her. I think if she joins up in that sort of Michael, Brittany, Taylor, Kyle thing, um, <clears throat> and also has the girl group over here, I think that could be really good for her. So. Um, yeah, she's a six for me. I, I'm impressed so far. All right, Chantel. 
So you guys might be convincing me. So as I talk this through, we'll see if I'll stick with my guns with what I was intending on giving or if I will change my rating. So I, I do like Alyssa, but I didn't particularly enjoy when she was a Scorpio sister and how it was really easy for her to be influenced by that mm-hmm. kind of negative, you know, group think. And so that worries me. Like, I do think that she's bounced back and she's kind of seemingly a little bit more level headed, but I'm wondering if that could happen again. So it just kind of makes me a little bit hesitant with me trusting her having um, a good assessment like on the emotional stability of the house as opposed to the strategic one. So I am worried about her there. I'm also worried about the relationship that she has with Kyle. I think that she might spill too much to him and he's like, yes, he does like her, but it doesn't seem like he wants to have a showmance with her. And so I'm wondering if he thinks he's going to be getting some heat from them being associated together, if he's going to maybe be like, hey, it's okay if she goes because it's not great for my game. So I don't think that he's going to do that right now, but who knows later on in the game whether or not that would make him want to cut her loose. So I'm just kind of apprehensive of her standing. Um, I do like that she, in the episode even, was saying that she was kind of willing to give Taylor a chance a little bit. And so I like that she's a little bit open-minded, even though she wasn't really feeling that way the first um, 10 days or so. So I'm hoping that she's had maybe a shift and change of heart here. But I guess I'm not as confident as you guys in her gameplay. Um, I think that her emotional decisions might take over and kind of maybe ruin her game. So I'm going to stick with a five. I was coming in with a five and I convinced myself that I want to give her a five. All right, there you and go. And just to be fair to Alyssa, just like while she was kind of lumped in with like Paloma and that whole crew in the beginning, she was definitely one of the first people to kind of bring up like, what has Taylor done? Like, what are we really mm-hmm. like, what's going on here? Like, are we doing this because of like strategy or like because she's actually done something or because like we're just like being mean? So like she did question it, Um, to be fair to her. I mean, obviously that's not enough, but just like to give her that sort of credit rather than like, I think like, we all lumped her in with Paloma because they were like the gruesome twosome. But I do think that like, she, yeah, yes, exactly. All right. Well, the audience is very torn between uh, Melissa and myself and Chantel. Uh, (laughs) They were very, 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 very close vote between a five and a six, but by uh, just a couple hundredths of a point, they gave Alyssa a five. All right. There you go. There you go. Uh, All right. Let's talk about Amira. Melissa, what are your thoughts on Amira? Um, I think that Amira has a good head for the game. I think that her and Nicole could do a lot of damage. I think that the two of them together are very strong. I am concerned, though, that her and Nicole being so strong is very obvious to the rest of the house. And it is obvious that they're kind of teaming up and that's kind of their thing. It does seem like people seem to be considering Amira to be the head of the snake um, of the Girls Alliance. So uh, I am concerned with her long term prospects, especially because part of what was helping her was this protection from the six person alliance um as well as the girls on the side but now it does seem like uh you know monty is is not as trusting of amira after his like confrontation or whatever with him and nicole and amira in the storage room and also um the fact that amira 
is trusted right now a little bit by Pooch and Joseph and Turner and all those guys. And then when she votes Pooch out, I do feel like that kind of cuts that off. So I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little worried about her moving forward. I, I think that the week itself, she played very well because she, she convinced Jasmine to get Pooch out. Like she was one of the first people who was like, why are we getting rid of Taylor? We can use her. Um, which I thought was very smart and very good. I, I just am worried that now she's kind of put herself out there in front and people are going to be looking to target her as one of the first girls. Um, so I think it kind of outweighs each other. Um, so I kind of think she just stays in the same spot. So for me, I'm just going to stick with my six and we'll just see what happens. All right, Chantel. So definitely watching Amira play has been one of the highlights of this week. You know, the fact that she's not backing down when, you know, with Monty and, and with what she, how she wants this week to go. And so I really appreciate that, you know, she has an agenda and she's pushing it through and she's not letting anybody kind of sway her, her opinion on what should happen this week. And I agree with you, Melissa, that it could be a little bit worrisome that, you know, she's being kind of looked at as maybe a potential next target. But I actually don't think that anybody that says that they're targeting her would have the chutzpah to be able to do that. I just don't see them actually doing the big tall talk. I don't think that if they had head of household, they wouldn't go for the low hanging fruit and just take out Taylor or somebody that they don't have an alliance with. So I think that she's going to be safe for a little while. I also think that she's been really pretty good at competitions. And so I think that she will be able to save herself with that veto. And I think that she has a lot of support from definitely the women in the house and maybe even some of the other people that aren't in her alliance that I don't know if she would actually go home. And so I think that even though she's kind of coming forward as a bit more of a threat and she's kind of in the forefront, people know that she's at the head of the snake or whatever. Um, I do think that strategically for me, she's doing, she's in the upper echelons of this, this, the people this week. So I'm going a little bit up from you, Melissa, and I'm going to give her a seven because I enjoyed watching her play this week. A seven from Chantel. The audience this time agrees with Melissa Aww. and gave Amira a six. And but that's up from last week. So it is up from last week. Yes. Um, last week, Amira was uh, pretty solidly a five, and this week she's pretty solidly a six. So, um, I have to agree with, uh, with Melissa and the audience on this one. Um, I definitely came into this week thinking Amira might be the top pick, um, for me, uh, maybe, maybe up there with uh, another person that I'm sure we'll get to. Um, but I end up kind of finding myself in the same position I was in last week with Amira, where I feel like she's one of the more active players. I really like what she's doing, but she doesn't have a lot of subtlety, uh, in her game. And, and I, and I, that, that, it puts her in the limelight and she seems like the kind of player that's like, obviously we're not going to lose Amira anytime soon. But then if you think about it, it's like, it's possible. Like we could, Amira could be gone next. Like what if Turner wins, you know, like what if Joseph wins? Like it's dangerous. Uh, like Joseph isn't going after Brittany and in, Indy, in you know, like who else is he going to go after? Uh, so uh, there are some concerning things. I think the fact that she's this, uh, a target in the house is, is definitely concerning. Short term safety is a concern for me. Long term prospects, I think are very good, actually. If she survives the short term, um, you know, 
obviously I think that if she continues to be a target throughout most of the game, at some point something's going to give and she'll, she'll go home. But, um, I think that she has uh, a head for the game. Uh, she has the relationships she needs. She has the respect she needs. She's good at competitions. I think she has great longevity in the game as long as she can survive the short term dangers. Um, and then like her, her, what she's done this week has been pretty impressive. Uh, she has, uh, gotten, she was really the driving force to get Jasmine to, uh, target, uh, Pooch. She has made sure that everyone was in line. Um, she's made a new, uh, BB bestie in Nicole, uh, who may end up being the bigger target over her because, uh, she actually has more backup than Nicole does. So like if Monty or somebody decided to take a shot at Amira, um, maybe Nicole is the person sitting next to her. And I think that Nicole probably goes over Amira at this point. So uh, I do think there are some positives, but, uh, but I ended up uh, right, right back around at a six for Amira for now. I think there's a lot of potential here, but there's also a lot of uh, danger in the future. So uh, let's move on to Brittany Chantel. How do you feel about Brittany? I don't know how I feel about Brittany because like, I want to like her. I want to root for her. You know, she's a hypnotherapist. I've trained in that, you know, in hypnotherapy. So I want her, I want to be like team Brittany, but she kind of doesn't, in my opinion, have the best read on certain situations or how to position herself better in the house or who to give what information to and why. And so it's, it's like, her execution of all these things are bad and they're not even good for her game, what she ends up doing. And so it's hard for me to think that she's a really great player because she's not playing well at all. Um, I do like that. She still has a friendship with Michael, even though he's probably like, Ugh, she's a little bit of a liability here. But I think the fact that Michael is well liked and I don't think he's an immediate target right now and he's good at competitions I think that it's you know the fact that he's bringing her into things I think is really good for her game so I can't go too high for Brittany I think I'm gonna have to go with the higher end of last week I think that she did better than last week um, but I'm gonna give her a four all right well the audience gave Brittany a three Three. Went down. A three oh. from the audience. Yes, down from the four. Uh, and I do, I agree with the audience on the score, uh, though I am going up from last week's two, um, just because I felt like the, the move she made with Pooch, where she outed Amira for no reason, was so bad. And she was in the backstage situation um, that uh, I thought she earned the two there. This week, there hasn't been much improvement. It's more that she just hasn't screwed up as bad. <laughs> As last week, um, her instincts for the game are just very bad. Like it's, it's just like, and she's, cause she, she's, and, and not all instincts. It's, it's her social instincts game wise. Her social game instincts are terrible. Um, she only talks game with people like for these brief spurts. And she goes to somebody that she doesn't have a relationship with and she's just like, hey, uh, your best friend hates you and thinks you're a loser. Uh, You trust me now, right? Like, no, of course (laughs) they don't. Uh, And she's constantly getting in trouble for it. Uh, So, you know, I mean, she is lost in this game, if not for Michael. Um, Michael is her one true ally right now. She does have a couple of other people like Taylor and Kyle who are maybe starting to see there's some value 
because she's on the outs uh, because of her her social game. Um, and so she, she does have some options a little bit. But, uh, but man, it just, I, I do not have any faith that she will not just play herself into a hole in any given situation. So, uh, it's a three from me, Melissa. Yeah, I agree. And I, and the thing is, is I like her a lot and I want to root for her, but she just makes it so hard because she's constantly doing the wrong thing. She's constantly revealing information when she shouldn't be revealing information. She's constantly talking to the wrong people. She's constantly, you know, just shooting herself in the foot. I'm very worried about her position moving forward. Um, I just feel like all, all of her strategy relationships, it seems, are her talking to someone and saying, like, someone that she has absolutely no relationship with and being like, no one will know that we're working together. No one will suspect it. And they're like, we're not working together. And she's like, well... I'll tell you this bit of information. It's a doozy. Listen up. And then they hear it. And then they say like, wait, but like, why are you saying that? And then she's like, well, because of this. And it turns out to be just nothing. It turns out to be just nothing. Like her whole thing about like, oh, well, Joseph, Pooch is throwing you under the bus. And the whole thing was just that, that he says that you're not, you're not very close. Like, but that was the whole plan. Like that's not throwing him under the bus. That's just saying they don't have, they're not in alliance together. Like that's, good thing for joseph like it just and then he's just like oh okay so really you don't have any information for me and it's just like why is she even talking to him like that in the first place like just shut your mouth don't say anything like like information is key knowledge is power etc etc but don't go spewing it out to everybody and i'm worried for her for her allies that that might decide to work with her if you know michael and kyle and when Taylor just, and maybe Alyssa decide like, okay, like let's all work with Brittany. Let's form a little group. I absolutely am worried that she's going to tank their game. That's a liability. You don't want that around. So I'm, I'm worried about her moving forward and I'm worried about anyone, literally anyone who works with her because so far <laughs> she's thrown everybody under the bus for no reason. Like there's not like, well, I had to save myself or anything like that. It's just nothing. So I'm worried about her. I don't know what to do about her. Um, so yeah, she gets a three for me. I really okay. hope she like just like tightens it up, tightens the game up because she just needs to stop talking so much. Please. <laughs> yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's move on to Daniel. Daniel got a three last week. And this week, the audience gave him a four. Four for Daniel from the audience. Uh, 
Um, Daniel's an interesting one for me. Last week I said that to that point, I felt he had actually played worse than Frenchie. Now, uh, I made that statement because, in my opinion, the majority of Frenchie's errors, like the, the worst of Frenchie strategically, came post Tuesday. Uh, and, uh, like he really just went a, a step too far with like Frenchie's kisses and, uh, like all of that nonsense, right? Uh, Daniel did not do those things. Daniel actually finished out the week pretty, pretty decently. Um, and he, in my opinion, did end up with a big, juicy first week HOH benefit. Uh, that the, 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 the first HOH just like, uh, vibe coming off of Daniel has, has been helping him. Um, a lot of people, they're not looking at him as a target. They spent the first, again, it's, I can't emphasize how important first HOH can be if you don't completely colossally screw it up. Nobody has mentioned Daniel as a target, even remotely. And I, in, in my opinion, a large part of that is because they came into this game and Daniel was not an option to be targeted. He was the power. So it's difficult to shift your perspective on Daniel quickly uh, and go, oh, he is just like us. He is somebody that we can target. Uh, instead, you think of him as uh, not in that pool as much. And you also think of him as the guy that didn't cause you pain. The guy that helped save you in week one, that made you feel comfortable and made you feel like you were safe because he wasn't targeting you. And everybody has that residual sort of gratitude uh, and like feel goodness about uh, about Daniel because of that. Um, now, that doesn't mean that they were including him in alliances because he was way too passive. And uh, instead, he had to get lucky. And Nicole was included in the alliance instead. But. Through the help of Nicole, which was an ally he was able to solidify in week one, he has infiltrated a few different groups. He's still in with the guys to a degree. He's now also in with the women. Nobody's looking at him as a target in any you know situations. Short-term safety is great. Long-term prospects are pretty decent considering that uh, he has no short-term uh, issues and there's a lot of conflict happening in the house that doesn't involve him. Um, Pretty much all of his nominees, two of his nominees love him, Terrence and unfortunately Taylor. Um, <laughs> and one of his nominees, Michael, has bigger fish to fry uh, and is not concerned with Daniel at all. Um, his connection to Nicole is great. Nicole is a bit bigger target than him. And it's really honestly like he has respect in the house. People do like him. And uh, I think he's actually in a pretty good position Overall, there aren't that many downsides. I'd say the biggest downside for me, for Daniel, is just I don't think he's a great player. I don't have a lot of faith in his ability, but his position is very good right now. Uh, and for that reason, I'm actually going to give him a six. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I, I do feel, though, that I'm not fully ready to go up to a six just yet. Um, I think like, there, uh, there's still some some areas where I'm a little concerned for him, but overall, I think like I think also it depends um, how they play this vote because I know there's been talk of like maybe Daniel will vote with the guys and then 
then if he does that, he's kind of in with both the guys and the girls, and it doesn't make it look like he's part of this girls' alliance. I think that would be actually very good for him. But I know that a lot of the girls are concerned and saying, like, we we don't really want him to do that. We want him to stick with the the Taylor vote um, to keep Taylor and uh, just, like, kind of go from there. So I don't know how that's going to play out. But I do think that that could be very good for him if he can, keep, like, maintain his in with the guys while also still being with the girls. Um so, yeah, I mean, I, I do feel a lot better about him this week. Um, I feel like, though, I only feel comfortable enough to go up to a five for him. All right, Chantel. So I'm in a bit of a, of a predicament here because I started out with one number and then, like, after listening to you talk, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll change it to that. Oh, maybe I'll change it to that. I think I'm going to go with my original instinct where I started. And the, what I, the issues that I kind of have with Daniel's gameplay is the fact that he doesn't want to work with the super fan. So that to me says he's not a super fan because if I was going to go onto the show, I'd be like, Oh my God, where's the super fan? I need to have someone I can like strategize with like freely. Like I would be searching for the super fans. So the fact that he doesn't want to do that, I'm like, I don't know if that's a, a great call on on how how well I think that you're going to play the game. Um, but I do think it was good that even though he's not a fan of Taylor, that he's entertaining a little bit of flirting. And he realized that it could be to his benefit to not have somebody that he just nominated and wanted to go out the door last week. It likes him and he's kind of nurturing that relationship a little bit. So I think that that was a decent call, a decent read, better than what Monty has done. So. I've got to like back and forth with what I want to give him, but I can't go as high as you, Taryn, because I don't really have faith in his game. I think he is in a good position, but I think that people could easily just be like, oh, let's just put him up because like they don't necessarily care about him in the game. So I'm going to stick with Melissa and my original ranking, and that's a five. All right. Uh, something else I, I forgot to mention as well is just like the bounce back uh from last week i feel is is worthy of uh of some credit as well just he has performed well he has done well talking to the women keeping things up with the guys um maintaining the connections getting in with a new new potential alliances um i do think he's played pretty well this week especially in comparison to last week so let's talk about indy how do we feel about indy um for me i i feel Unfortunately, I, maybe a little better about Indy than than last week, just because I, I feel like I've seen more of her game this week and she is like here to play. She's talking game with people. She was a part of the pooch plan. She's like in on it. She's happy to be playing the game and taking people out. She is actively looking for more allies in some of the guys. I like that. She's approached Alyssa about being her number one. I like that. The problem is that even though I really enjoy watching Indy play the game, uh, the people in the house don't seem to like it that much. Uh, and anytime she tries, they're like, uh, stop that. Get out of here. Um, and Amira's trying to get Indy out before jury. She said so many times, Indy has to go before jury. Indy has to go before jury. Indy has to go before jury. Why? Now, I don't I'm know sure that. Why. Yeah, and I don't know that Amira will have the power or ability to do that, but it's definitely concerning. Uh, you know, she's approaching Joseph and Monty, and then Monty's ratting her out. She has very few actual allies that will stick up for her. She's, I think, a very easy person to just throw up on the block as a pawn. And unfortunately, she just doesn't have a lot of respect in the house right now. So short-term safety is not great because she could easily be used as a, nom a pawn or even just 
a target for some people. Long-term prospects are also not great because uh, people don't really respect her game and she doesn't really have any paths to the paths forward right now with like allies or structures. Um, but I actually don't think she's played that poorly this week. Uh, so for me, I'm going to go uh, up from the three uh, to a four for Indy um, because I, I do think that she still has some, some, uh, some legs in this game. And I think there are a lot of other things going on that could end up letting her kind of sink into the background. But uh, she is, I think, on some borrowed time, and I think she really needs to to kick it into gear if she doesn't want to start dropping soon. So, Melissa, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah, I was on mute. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think that I'm a little worried for her because I feel like she's in with the girls. She's seen as like being one of the girls, but the girls don't really see her as an asset for them long term. Um, so I'm a little concerned for her positioning. And also, yeah, I, I I do feel like, however, when they, she had some sort of sway, except honestly, like, I don't think they even really cared what she had to say. Um, but she was able to admit, she kept saying when they were trying to put Joseph on the block, like, I don't want Joseph to go. Like, I, will, I don't want to vote Joseph out. Like, I don't think this is a good idea. Um, and eventually they didn't do it. But I think if they decided to do it, they would have been like, yeah, whatever, Andy, we don't care about your like relationship with Joseph. Like we're just going to put him up. So I don't think she has like enough influence with the girls, unfortunately. Um, So yeah, I don't really know. Um, I think like maybe if they gave her a chance, she could really do something. But at this point I'm not seeing it. So I think I'm just going to give her a four as well. All right, Chantel. So I think what's going on with Indy's game is the fact that she's used to you know, the version that she's seen from her country, which they don't really have to do anything. They just kind of have to like play these games. I'm assuming it's very similar to um, Big Brother Australia or Big Brother UK, where it's, it's like the audience vote. And so if it was an audience vote, like I think she's quite likable. Like I think, you know, we saw a little bit of the antics that she's having as a sex coach with with Pooch, um, you know, like I'm sure. Like, place she would- in our favorite player poll. All right. Or was it? <laughs> Uh, uh, she was sixth place. Sixth. Sorry. Um, and so like we, like we decently like her and I think that she just doesn't realize the game portion of it and how much she actually has to play. I, I don't know if she's watched a full season to really understand at least kind of like some more of the nuances that are going on with like the strategy and like what's really happening. And so I think that that's probably why she's not maybe doing better with solidifying her position in the game. And for that reason, like, I don't know if she's going to be able to put herself in a better position because I don't even think she realized how much game is actually going on around her. I think she's like, oh, I have my girls alliance and I'm making this other alliance with these other people. And I like this person. So that's all I need to do. And I don't think she realized that there's a lot more that's going on and more that she could be doing to do better for herself in the game. So I agree with both of you. And I'm giving Indy a four. All right. Well, the audience agrees with us. The audience also gave Indy a four, uh, pretty solidly a four. Um, let's talk about Jasmine. Melissa, what are your thoughts on Jasmine or HOH? Um, <laughs> I feel a little torn because I, I like the move that she's making this week, but I think that she was very, very easily swayed to do that. So, I mean, I don't think that one or the other was bad or good for her game, whether it was like having Taylor be the target versus having Pooch be the target. I don't know necessarily if like 
for her individual game, this made that much of a difference. But the fact that literally one conversation was able to like completely change her target made me a little nervous about, you know, her conviction and like where she, what her mind is, her own mind is telling her about where she needs to go in the game. Um, That makes me a little nervous. Also the fact that it does seem like a lot of people are now associating her as this like clicky girls group thing that needs to be dismantled. Um, And because she's HOH, she's right in the middle of it. It really, people are really putting her right in there. So I am a little worried about her position moving forward, not to mention the fact that she's injured and can't really compete in a lot of the competitions. So there's really not a, like, she doesn't really have the opportunity really to save herself if she does get put in danger. Um, So I don't think that's great. Um, But I think, honestly, I think that she's in, she's, I think she's developed. And I know you guys, it seems like you guys have, or Taryn, maybe you've you've said that she hasn't really set herself up very well, like with this HOH, but I do kind of think she has a little bit just because it, I think she's really solidified something with the girls where I don't believe they would be coming after her at all after this. Um, but I, I do think that the ankle thing is really not great for her game. So at this point, I'm just going to give her a five. All right, hmm. Chantel. I actually think that the ankle thing is going to help her game because, you know, I don't personally from watching her, I don't think she's that likable, but the people in the house don't seem to have that same opinion of her. They they like her more than than I think I would if I was in that position. Um, but I think that they won't think of her as a threat. So they might be like, are we going to waste it on or like even if they nominate her, they wouldn't maybe send her out because like they know that they can maybe beat her in other competitions. So I think that she might be able to skate, by, well, maybe not literally skate, but <laughs> maybe coast by, um, you know, in the game just because people won't think of her as like a competition threat. Um, if she maybe starts winning some of the you know quiz comps maybe then she might be considered a, a threat but i think competition wise i think that people are not going to really be considering her considering her um I, you know i don't think that she's really set herself up that well like i mean i i think that she is working with the women and that she but she wanted to take taylor out she was able to agree with them and say like okay yeah like i have pooch up here on the block like he's volunteering let me take that opportunity but i also think i don't know it might not have been great that he that she she didn't do what he said. So he suggests that he wanted to be have Taylor be backdoored and she put up Taylor and him, which is a different kind of a, agreement. And so I don't know if they're going to be happy with her when, you know, Pooch ends up going home on her watch and like he was kind of going up and nominating himself to go up because he wanted to backdoor Taylor. And so I don't know if the other guys are going to be really happy about that decision. And if they get power, I can see them being like, well, let's let's do this for what would be the new new uh, alliance for the Pooch Pooch gang the pooches and so the, the, the pooches pooch that might form pooch parade perfect some alliteration <laughs> for you i think the pooch parade might want to come after her if they get some power because they, she kind of promised him that he'd be safe and and then he wasn't so not that it's high i don't think that i can give her a five i'm sticking with um the majority of you guys last week and i'm going to go four for for jasmine all right well the audience agrees with you Chantel. the audience also gave jasmine a four However, uh, yet yet again, I guess I am in disagreement with the audience on this one. Um, I also went with a five just because I do think she handled the HOH fine. 
pretty it went pretty smoothly overall i think that that went uh it went it went pretty well um i also think that the ankle will help her uh i think that uh there's very little chance jasmine is leaving anytime soon and she also now has this uh you know this hoh on her resume uh which is a pretty good one which means like even though she may get kind of dragged to the end if she continues to be injured uh she at least does have some things to talk about that she did uh we can't forget that uh that christmas did come kind of close to winning big brother 19 uh like being there is not something to be underestimated uh and there's a pretty good chance that uh she may just be there just uh from the crutches alone from the scooter alone um so (laughs) that's honestly something that's i think she's got going for her Uh, she's also has uh, as as melissa mentioned um been included in a couple of things now uh strengthen some of the relationships she has with the women and also this new uh group that's uh kind of formed um uh with Daniel and and them so uh she does have some more options now but uh we will have to see i don't have a lot of faith in her game wise but she's a a good liar and she's pretty well positioned at this point so it's a 5 from me uh all right let's talk about joseph Chantel, how do you feel about joseph oh i didn't write down joseph's name oh uh, oh, yes, I did. Okay. Um, so Joseph is an interesting one for me because it seems like he's really well liked in the house, but it doesn't seem like he knows what's going on in the house at all. It seems like people are kind of tipping him off, but he's not really believing that information or like, you know, pulling on that thread to maybe find out more. And so, like, he kind of might get blindsided with what's going on with his, his bromance, you know, his guy. And so I, I think that that's kind of shows me that he doesn't really know this game very well and that he's definitely not going to be putting himself in a better position for the weeks to come. Um, I don't know how he's going to re- react and retaliate if Pooch is the one that ends up leaving. Um, but he's going to realize that he is on the outs. He's going to be, you know, one of maybe two or three people that do not vote that way, most likely. And that's definitely not a good position to be in. So I don't know how like, well I expect him to do in this particular game. So I think I'm going to give him a four. All right. The audience agrees. The audience also gave Joseph a four. The audience fond of the fours. (laughs) I like these fours. Um, and I have to say that I, I agree. I agree with the audience. I agree with you. I think that, uh, I think a four is about right. Um, his position's not great. His social game has improved. Um, his strategic game, I think, has also improved. Uh, but, uh, his position has dramatically, uh, gone down. I mean, uh, he was again an option for, uh, being targeted this week. If he or a couple of his allies don't win, I think he is in prime position to potentially be sent home. And he hasn't really made progress, even though I think I have a higher opinion of his strategic uh, acumen and uh, his social ability. uh, He hasn't really done much with it yet. Um, And so I think that uh, we are still in a position right now where Joseph has a long way to go before he reaches a safe spot. So it's a four for me as well. Melissa, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I I agree. I mean, the fact that he was this close to being the backdoor target uh it that's crazy i mean that's not good for him uh so i'm i'm concerned for him moving forward especially because he's losing one of his closest allies um and 
it did appear that Indy, who was very much on his side and was very much fighting for him when he could have potentially been the target, um, now she seems to not really trust him anymore um, and isn't really, you know, all that keen on him. I mean, maybe that'll change, but right now she doesn't seem to be. So that's not great for him either. So he's really losing a lot this week. Um, so I, I do feel, though, that, like, it's possible that once Pooch leaves, like he maybe he's not caught up in the big battle and he kind of just falls to the wayside. I don't know. So at this point, I don't not I don't want to go too low on him, but because um, he was able to avoid the block this week and he's not the target, so I'm going to give him a four. All right, straight fours for Joseph. Look, look at Joseph and Indy, the duo, all fours. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about Kyle. Let's talk about Kyle. The audience last week gave Kyle a five. This week gave Kyle a six. The audience went up on Kyle. Last week, I gave Kyle a seven. And this week, I'm actually going to go down on Kyle. Uh, I'm giving a six this week. So I'm actually going to agree with the audience overall. Um, A six this week for Kyle. Um, And that's because... In terms of his positioning, it's gotten a little worse, right? Uh, the pose pack is not great. Not a great spot for, uh, for Kyle. Um, he's being talked about as a target from some of the women. Uh, they're, you know, they're looking at Monty. Yes, but Kyle's right there too. Um, and he could end up on the block because of that. Uh, this connection to Alyssa is much more likely to backfire on Kyle than it is on Alyssa if it backfires. Um, and also my faith in him in the game is strategically is not quite as high as it was, uh, or at least my hopes were last week. I think that, um, he came into this week and initially was like, yeah, let's just take out Pooch. And then when he f- kind of like finally found out that Pooch was actually pretty good for his game, he was like, Oh, never mind. Let's please not take out Pooch. He wasn't as bad as Monty, but he definitely damaged his game a bit when he was trying to keep Pooch around. Mm-hmm. Um, and he continues to do so. Uh, he is losing this battle and he is on the wrong side of this, uh, of like what people want this week. And so, um, so I, I don't love that from Kyle. Now he does still have a few saving graces. One is his relationship with Michael, uh, which could come in, uh, hu- hugely handy. For, for Kyle, but I also don't think that Michael's going to invest a ton into the Kyle basket, uh, because he's got plenty of other options. Um, and, uh, and, and, and as I said, he's still not like a primary target for a lot of the women in the house. I think he's probably fine. Short term safety, I think is probably okay. Um, there are bigger targets, but he could end up as a casualty, especially with a duo twist, um, that, uh, that kind of like expands the target list a little bit. And then um, long-term prospects, I think, are great. I think he's still pretty well-respected. People like him. He's probably going to be good at comps. And uh, he does have the allies that he would need to create some kind of structure if he gets the ability to. Uh, and then this week, I didn't love his gameplay. I think uh, I think uh, just like a little bit uh, down on his gameplay this week, uh, especially compared to last week. So overall, it's six from me. Melissa, what do you think? Yeah, I think... Uh, I, I was feeling really good about him um, initially at the beginning of the week when, like you said, they proposed the pooch plan and he was like, all right, let's do it. Whatever you guys want. Um, because I, I guess like, yeah, obviously it's fine to question the decision at first or be like, oh, like if you don't think it's a good move being like, 
oh, well, is that, what about this, this person? Or like, what do you think about this? Or maybe we need to think about this a little more, whatever. But then when you realize the entire, that whole side of the house is all on board for this and you will be like the odd man out, um, you just have to let it go at that point. Like, especially this early in the game, like, you know, obviously like, Pooch could have been like a decent ally for Kyle, but they weren't that close. So I do think it's kind of like, okay, cut your losses, just like let him go and don't put yourself out there as like fighting against this get Pooch out movement um, because then that just puts a target on your back. And obviously we're going to talk about that with Mon- Monty as well. Um, so I, I didn't love that from Kyle when he kind of like switched that and kind of made people question is he with us or is he not with us? Is he on board with this plan or is he going to like screw this up? And you don't want people thinking that about you. Um, especially when like everybody seems to be all in agreement that they're going to get pooch out. So I didn't love that. Um, and I think you're right. I think the, the positioning is not, not great because even though that six person alliance still exists, it's really not it anymore. And he doesn't really have any other backup options like the girls do with, you know, their big girl alliance. He doesn't have that. Um, I do think that, you know, he's got a, the connection with Alyssa, which is good. He has the uh, original connection with the six, like, which I guess, like, hopefully kind of carries over. Um, and he has his connection with Michael, which is very good for him. So I do think he has certain connections in the house that will help him. But um, I, I don't think his positioning is as strong as it was last week. So I am just going to stick with that six. All right, Chantel. So with Kyle, um, I think that his the strongest part of his game right now is that he's kind of teamed up with Michael to a certain extent. And I really like that. Like, I feel like Michael's pretty smart in this game so far. And I think that that might help Kyle in his game, maybe help him with his strategy a little bit more. Because I think kind of like you, Melissa, the fact that he didn't back down from wanting to switch what like the direction that people were already going in and he was already OK with it from the beginning. I think that that is going to hurt his game the most because if you know even if he ends up just saying like okay fine now I'm gonna I'm going along with it I'm gonna vote with you guys the fact that he had so much pushback is just gonna make people think like hmm he wasn't really completely okay with that like maybe our relationship isn't good it might fracture the relationship and he might not realize it and make him make it easier for them to maybe want to get him up or get put him up and get him out so I think that that was really really bad for his game but I think that it was really good for him and Michael to be working together so I'm agreeing with both of you guys and the audience and I think that six is where his game should be right now he was doing a lot better last week but I have hope for him in this game I think that he could reposition himself so so just above average with the six. All right, let's move on to Michael. And it's funny the way we've been talking about Michael. Uh, <laughs> and I did, I did have to Google this reference. I did not know the name off the top of my head, but um, I, it's, it's making me think of Michael as a uh, King moon racer, AKA the King of the Isle of misfit toys. Um, like, uh, like Michael is kind of take, like he's, He's taking in, he's like the say, he's the salvation for all of these people's games who would otherwise be a little bit in trouble, like Brittany, like, uh, like, uh, like Kyle, um, you know, even it will, you know, Taylor, I'm sure, uh, like Michael is the one person who has power. Like he, he's like an independent power. If this were, if this were like Game of Thrones, um, you know, Michael, I think would be like Dorn. 
uh, like he's kind of like doing his own thing and he'll like, uh, he'll kind of figure things out. Right. Cause he's won these two vetoes. And so people do have this respect for him and he's willing to go in his own direction. Uh, so it's interesting. Um, so last week I gave Michael a seven. Um, this week I've, I was torn. Uh, I definitely, uh, have considered the eight. I think that he's definitely getting my highest rating of the night. Um, the, the key for me is like one, uh, I, I, I still am unsure about this veto win. I think it definitely has helped him in some ways and could, could potentially hurt him in the future in other ways. I also really like the way that he's been navigating the two sides, um, or the multiple sides. Uh, everybody feels like he is with them. And, uh, I think that's a very powerful place to be. Uh, I just, I'm not sure enough about what his long-term plans are to know like that i if i really want to like lock down an eight uh for me um because you know he the people that he is trying to work with like taylor um you know taylor's pretty dedicated to the women right now and obviously it would be great if he could pull taylor in and i think he might be able to but it's not quite locked in yet and she might be a little too loyal to the women at the moment uh, he's got Brittany, who is like a walking liability when it comes to allies. Uh, he's got Kyle, which is great, but uh, Kyle's also a little bit dangerous, like not really like somebody you really want to bring like super long term. Um, and uh, and so, you know, he also wants to kind of bring Indy along as far as he can, but obviously he doesn't like have the best, uh, you know, pull there. And so I like where Michael is now. I feel like he's in a very solid spot uh, for me. I think I have to stick with the seven. Um, I think that, uh, that he is, is the best positioned. I like what he's doing. Um, he just doesn't quite have enough sway. Like if he really wanted to pull something in his own direction, I'm not sure that it's there yet. Uh, but I think he, I think he could. I think the potential is there. I just haven't seen quite enough for me to get to the eight. Uh, Melissa, what are your thoughts? I've been very impressed with Michael. I think that he's, very smart about the game, but not only that, um, I mean, and not only the fact that he's very athletic and very good at the competitions, clearly, maybe a little too good. Um, he also, I mean, everybody wants to work with him. Everybody is working with him. I, I mean, there's no group that seems to be where he's like on the outs. He can really talk to anybody. Um, Maybe he has less of a relationship with certain people, but um, like he was accepted in all of the various strategy rooms whenever he would go into them. And he can do what I could literally never do if I was on the show, which is like literally just shut your mouth and listen. And he's doing that excellently. He makes everybody think he's on their side. He just like kind of nods his head and listens to what they say and takes in the information and doesn't, you know, spew everything out to everybody around him. He's he's very reserved with what he shares. And I think that makes a really good player and he's in a very good spot. So um, I'm a little worried because the fact that he's won so many competitions kind of puts a target on his back. But so far, it does seem like people have other concerns over Michael first. So, you know, maybe he can kind of tone back a little bit and just, and sit there, but it shows that he can win when he needs to. So, um, yeah, honestly, I've been very impressed with him. Um, I think that he's, I, I, I also feel like I have faith that he will do 
the right thing strategically. So I, I think like if he gets himself in a bad situation, I, I think he has what it takes to get himself out of it. Um, so yeah, honestly, I'm going to give him an eight. There you go. All right, Chantel. I really like Michael and I'm rooting for him. I think the most in this game right now. Um, I just, I like the fact that, you know, he didn't allow himself to be the first boot or like he was on the block, but he took himself off. And like, I love that he was like, you know, what would Janelle do? He, she would win the veto. Like I, I kind of like that he's a fan in that way. And he did what it took for him to get off the block. And so I like that. And it might just, that whole week might just be bleeding into this week because I just, I just want him to do well. I, and, and I just ex- expect him to do well and, and play the game in, in a way that I'm going to enjoy. Um, I think that, yes, he does have a little bit of a liability in Brittany, but I think that he has the ability to kind of fade away. Like, I don't feel like people think of him as this super big comp beast threat. Like, even though he's won these two competitions, like, I don't, and he was second, I think he was second to last in the pie, but like, I don't think that people are threatened by him yet. If maybe they look at it on paper, they're like, oh, he's won two and came close to one. Ooh, he's dangerous. But I just don't feel like he gets that whole comp beast reputation. And I think that that's going to be like bode well for him. So I like Michael and I'm going to go with Melissa here and I want to give him the eight. I think that I I want to see him get an eight here. All right. Well, uh, Melissa and Chantel, both with eights. I went with the seven. I can tell you that the audience was very torn <laughs> between a seven and an eight. Uh, and when I told you that there were 20 minutes left in the survey, uh, Michael was one hundredth of a point away from being an eight. And then uh, in those 20 minutes, he actually dropped two hundredths of a point oh. and oh. he stayed at the seven. Um, but overall, yes, with Melissa and Chantel, he is going to land I like at him. eight. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you you know, I think you'll notice with my ratings here that like, I'm not going too high or too low with a lot of people. And that's mostly because I I, I just see so much uncertainty in the house right now. Um, there's so many different directions that things could go, uh, go in and, um, and just, you know, primarily my concern with Michael is that, uh, he's kind of trying to form his own core, but if that doesn't like land, he doesn't really have a core. Um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm concerned about that moving forward, especially because he has won this veto. Uh, I think maybe, maybe he would have hit the eight for me if he hadn't won the veto. But, uh, either way, I was definitely very close to the eight. And I think that he is definitely the top player of the week, um, by a, by a pretty decent margin. I would say all of these people that I did give sixes to were very low sixes. Uh, like a 5.5 and Michael's like a six, uh, or sorry, 7.5. So, um, or 7.4, I should say. Uh, so, um, that's, that's my thoughts on the Michael situation. Let's move on to Monty. <laughs> Melissa, what are your thoughts on Monty? Not good. Um, he, he's, I, I just saw like an interesting take on Twitter, which is like, the fact that he's one of the most stubborn, like stuck in his his ways, sort of like dig your heels in type of player. Um, he won't shut up about the Taylor stuff. He's like won't forget about the whole like thing. I mean, now that he like quote unquote knows the truth that like 
Taylor wasn't saying that Paloma was trying to, it was like all a misunderstanding or whatever. He still won't get over the fact that he thinks that she lied to him. Like he, even though he knows that that's not what happened, he still is obsessed with the fact that like Taylor lied to him earlier, which she didn't. So like he just, he's constantly harping on that. And then when he found out about the pooch plan, he just wouldn't get like, let it go. I mean, I totally get initially, you know, you don't want him to go and he's in your alliance, your other alliance or whatever. And so you kind of like say, Hey, like maybe let's think of something else. But then when the, the tide has moved so far against you, you need to just shut up and go with it or else that turns a target back on you. Um, now he's not in a great position with, with any of the girls. They all are concerned about him. He's a huge target moving forward. The, the girls are even talking about purposefully like, or hoping that Taylor wins HOH so she can target Monty. <laughs> I mean, like, I think he's a huge target for people moving forward. And I see why he's not a very good Alliance member because he just basically tries to have it his way or nothing. And it's just, it's really not good. I, I honestly am very like, kind of surprised by his gameplay. I really didn't expect this from him going in, like just based on his like pregame interviews and also like the way that he was, you know, able to befriend everybody in the house. It really seemed like he had a great social game. Now I'm not so sure about his social game. He just was really forceful about, I I want Taylor gone. I don't want Pooch to go. And it just was very off-putting for, you know, Amira and Nicole. And they were just, not having it. And I'm glad that they, you know, stood up to him and just said like, no, we're not doing this. But at the same time, it's just, it's not good. Um, so yeah, honestly, uh, I definitely going to go down in my score. Um, and now the question is, do I go down to a four or a three? Because I'm, I honestly, I don't see him having a lot of allies moving forward. I think like he could be an easy target, uh, to get out because you know people might even if they're they were not actively working against him they might be like if he ends up on the block somehow it might be like well you know he's going to be hard to get out in the future he might as well just like get him out now um i i guess we'll have to see but right now i, I think i'll be nice i guess and give him a four <laughs> all right Chantel, what do you think Monty, I think for me, has been the most disappointing player this season so far, just because like I was I was like, oh, hopefully he's going to be a really great player. Like he seems really likable. He seems quite charming. And so I had high hopes that he was going to be all of that and then be really great strategically. I, I wanted to see him play well. And then the whole all of last week happened. And I was like, I can't believe how wrong I was about this person. I don't want to see him do well in this particular game. I don't think he has good reads. I, anyways, we all know what he kind of how he acted last week and then this week you know he has people in his main alliance that are like willing to keep someone in the game to go at, that, that he's like well she's coming after me like that shows me that they don't really care about his position in the game or or in the house at all that they're willing to keep his someone that's willing to target him and take him out so i think he's in a worse situation than he really knows and one easy fix could be to say hey Taylor, can we let bygones be bygones? I don't want to be fighting with you. Last week was a bad week and like I had wrong information. I don't want to move forward with that. Let's can we can we mend fences and move forward? 
Like, why can't he do that? I don't understand why he can't do that because that would pretty much solve his problems in the game. And so the fact that, yes, he's stubborn, that he doesn't really see what he's doing is like rubbing people the wrong way and pushing them out of like wanting to protect him in the game. Um, I'm going to go with, the, I agree with you, Melissa. I'm not, I can't go down to a three. I think that he's still in a decent enough position to be at a four. Um, but I think that he could be gone pretty quickly because nobody really cares for him to stay in the game at this point. Maybe Kyle, maybe some of the guys. Yeah. But I don't think anybody that's going to have any real sway in the vote is going to really want to keep him if he's up there. So yeah, four. Or for Monty. Yeah, well, the audience does agree with the four, uh, as as do <laughs> I. I mean, um, it's it's been a bad week for Monty between uh, between potentially being the person to bring Nicole into the alliance to then having his game dismantled by her. Um, he is just in a, in such a bad place, and he's he's really lost a lot of credibility in the house. Um, and, and, and it's just so bad. Now, I do think that his social game is still very good, um, or, or can be at the very least, uh, if, if he gets back in. And that's, I do think that like the reason it's a four and not a three for me is that I do feel like Monty winning HOH has the potential at least to shift things back into his favor. Um, there's also a chance that, uh, he spends the week proselytizing about, uh, self-awareness and, um, gets the biggest case of HOHitis. Uh, yeah. but I think there's also a chance he's, he turns things back around a little bit in his favor. Uh, despite the fact that he is a target, he's not necessarily the target. There are plenty of other options out there. Um, and so he may have, uh, some, some room to maneuver and get his way back into something. But uh, but definitely a very bad week for him. I mean, uh, talk about taking a great spot and turning it into a terrible one uh, due largely to his own actions. So um, it's a four from me for Monty. Let's talk about Nicole. Chantel, how do you feel about Nicole? It's me. Um, So there's a lot of things that I really like about Nicole and a lot of things that I'm still questioning about Nicole. You know, I think that. You know, the things that I'm questioning about her is maybe her read on the situation with Taylor. I like the fact that she's not fully agreeing with it, but then she does a little bit of like agreeing and embashing a little bit with certain people. And so I'm not sure if that's just like kind of appeasing the group and wanting to not seem like, a, you know, a complete outlier and not, not wanting to kind of go with the flow with what everybody else is saying in the house. But I kind of just wish that she would stand up for Taylor a little bit more and just like, let's just get rid of all this Taylor bashing. Like it doesn't, it's not necessary and it's not, it's not part of the game. And so I wish that she would just. I knocked my mic. Um, <laughs> I was like, was that me? <laughs> it always takes us a minute to be like, are we the ones that have the problem? Well, I like, Melissa had no reaction. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to just have to pretend I was waiting I for hear. Jaren's reaction. I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll just wait. Too, too much hands. Um, so uh, I don't even know what I was saying. So with Nicole, um, I do like the fact that though she's willing to stick to her guns. You know, she, her and Amira are not going to allow the people in her, their alliance to dictate what they're going to do this week. And I really appreciate that she was willing to stand up and be like, Taylor's not coming for me. I don't want Taylor out of this game. 
And she was willing to go toe to toe with Monty, with Kyle and say like, no, that's not what we want. That's like, I, this is what I want. I don't want to get rid of her right now. So I like that part of her game. I, I really like the fact that she's invited into this alliance and she doesn't even, she's not even being like respectful and just being like, oh, like whatever you say goes. Like, she's like, oh, I got some power now. Let me go and use this to my, my favor and like get what I want to happen in the game. So I like that kind of ballsy attitude that she has with her, um, you know, when she gets some more information. Um, I think it's great that she has Daniel, even though I don't particularly enjoy Daniel as a player or think that he's that great. Like having that a person that I think that he would go to bat for her. I think that he would protect her when he could. I think he would give information if he had it that would help her. And so I think that just having a really strong ally is really great, great for her game. Um, so I'm going to give Nicole, she's going to go up from last week and I want to give her a six. All right, a six from Chantel. The audience agrees yet again. The audience also gave Nicole a six. And I am also going to agree <laughs> and also give Nicole a six. Uh, it was a very good week for Nicole. I think that um, in terms of just her gameplay, like going from where she was last week to where she is now was uh, was great stuff. I mean, she's still not in the best spot. I do think she still is a target and uh, I think she's more of a target than Daniel, which is why even though I think she did better than Daniel and did more work than Daniel, uh, Daniel is still around the same rating because I think he's a little bit safer than she is at the moment. Um, but man, she did definitely has done a good job. She's put in the work and, uh, and I think that, um, you know, she's not out of the woods yet, but uh, definitely a huge improvement from last week put herself in a better position has tried to take the reins of the game. It's everything that you might want from uh, a player strategically to really just do her best to, to grab control of the game. And uh, we will see how long it lasts. Uh, but, uh, but for now, definitely impressive and uh, six from me, Melissa. Yeah, I'm going to agree with all of you. Um, I think that she is in a much better spot than she was last week. I think, you know, the fact that she got invited into this a big alliance is great for her. Um, and also the fact that she still has that final two with Daniel on the side and is trying to bring him in into the group and kind of kick Monty out a little bit. Um, so I think that's very uh, a very good move on her part. Um, I do think that there I'm a little nervous about her because she is very, you know, outspoken and she is very like, I'm just going to tell you how it is. I mean, in her co confrontation, quote unquote, with Monty about getting Pooch out, she kind of was like, well, it's either him or, or, or you. And I feel like that's not quite the thing you want to say to somebody um, who's in your alliance, because I think that that can make people paranoid. Like, what do you mean or me? And then she kind of clarified like, well, like, you know, we all have to go at some point. So we might as well, like if, if it's not you, it's better at someone else or whatever, like kind of clarifying that way. But like, still it's kind of like, it would freak me out if someone said that to me, like, Oh, is there discussions about, you know, putting me up? So I, I think she's very blunt. I think she'll just say whatever she's thinking. And I, I could end up biting her in the end. I don't know if it will, but um, it might, you know, kind of put some people off. Um, also, the fact that her and Amira have gotten very, very close this week. I feel like that's really great for her game. Um, also, with the caveat being that now it's kind of seen as Nicole and Amira as the head of the women's snake. So 
Um, it's good and bad. It's good that they've become close. It's bad that they're seen as so close. I think they could have done a better job, all the girls, of not like doing their little like sleepover, you know, hang out in the HOH room all the time sort of things. They they could have created the plan and then kind of spread out and dispersed and made it kind of less obvious that they were working together. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, I do think Nicole is in a better spot. So she's a six. All right. There we go. A six for Nicole. And now it is time to talk about Pooch. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I don't know what just happened there. I didn't. Very interesting. I wasn't supposed to. Sorry about that. Anyway, uh, let's let's uh, let's find out uh, how the audience feels about Pooch. What? You can't just do that every time I say Pooch. That's not all right. Um, the audience gave Pooch a two. <laughs> Come on, audience. Come on. Oh. Uh, this is this is a one. This is a one. This is the this is what a one means. This is what a one sounds like. It's a one. He volunteered for the block. He had no business being there. He should not be leaving on Thursday. It is entirely his fault. He is going out the door and there's nothing that's going to change it. And he deserves a one. Yeah, I agree. He's a one for me. He's a one for me. I wish I brought a paddle out or something, but yes, a one. Honestly, like... Never, like he, and you're winking to the camera, and I'm just like, why are you winking to the camera and like being like, you know, like it could be a bad thing, and it's been bad before, but it won't be bad this time. I'm just like, pooch, come on, people are gonna take the shot if they have it. Like Taylor's not that much of you know a a person that you have to get out that like you should feel at all confident at all. Right. Um, it's just it's terribly embarrassing. I'm very sorry for him. Um, but he's going out, and he does deserve the one. He was he was so overly confident. He just he really honestly like he was. Yeah, like you said, he was talking to the cameras, like saying how great of a move this was. And he was even like, look, I put my game on the line to get Taylor out. And it's like, but why? You didn't need to do that. You didn't need to do this. Like, it's just it, it was very, you know, misguided. And I think it stems from. I, he doesn't know the show all that well. I mean, I know he says he's watched a bunch of seasons and blah, blah, blah. But when you hear him talk about it, all his facts are wrong. He said that in <laughs> BB7, like 9-11 happened. And that's no, not true. So like, it's just all wrong. It's all just like, it's like, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm sure that his family watched it when he was a kid or something, but he doesn't actually remember it. He doesn't, didn't revisit any of the seasons. Like, I'm sure like he also probably has watched some seasons after he got cast but i don't think he's like a super fan where he like knows the game and like even though he's watched some old seasons like i don't think he knows them i don't know maybe i'm just making this up but i i do think that like he he doesn't know the game because this is not the time this is not the situation to volunteer to go on the block as a pawn it's not i mean i don't think you ever should but i think like i understand there are certain circumstances where like you the only way to get someone out is to put two people on the block and if it has to be you it has to be you or whatever but like that's not what happened here he wasn't even on their radar he he wasn't even a thought until he put it in their minds and he and like they've been saying all week he offered himself up on a silver platter and they have to take the shot they'd be stupid not to and 
this is all his doing. It wasn't like, oh, maybe we can convince Pooch to like go up as a pawn, but actually he's the target. Or like, maybe, you know, we're going to tell him he's the, he's the pawn and all this stuff. It was not their idea at all. He, he just volunteered it out of nowhere. So this is all him. He's a one. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's not good for him. And I think he's, uh, he's very much starting to realize that uh, it's not looking good for him this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's enough about Pooch. So let's uh, next up. Let's talk about Taylor. Uh, last week we gave uh, Taylor a three. And I think I said I probably would have given her a four if not for the fact that she was on the block and if not for the twist might be sent home. Now, uh, I think that we can agree that even if the eviction had gone through, she probably would have stayed because of the twist. Um, but she also would have been voted out. So, uh, you've got that. Um, so this week she's on the block again. Um, I think much more likely to stay this time and things are kind of looking up in terms of her being evicted. Uh, and maybe the start of getting into some groups, making some relationships, uh, still a long way to go for Taylor before she becomes uh, a player that uh, is like really in contention here uh, that is not just going to be used as a pawn and uh, as somebody that is expendable but uh, but I do think that we have seen some improvement here for Taylor and I would give her a four this week Melissa yeah I agree I totally agree I think that like I would love to give her a higher score but I do think there's still some some potential snags that could come into play um I think like people are, there's a lot of talk of like, we can use her, we can, you know, keep her around. But then at the same time, there was a lot of talk of like, well, she could be an easy target. She could be put on the, she could be an easy pawn. Like we could have her on the block all the time. Like, it's like, it doesn't seem to be like, they understand that she has any agency in this. It's like, well, we could use her, we could do this with her, but no one really has talked about like, aside from like maybe Brittany and Michael has talked about like we can work with her. So it's either like we can use her, we can do this with her or that with her, but she doesn't really have a lot of people being like, no, we want to work with you, like come strategize with us. So I'm I'm worried about her moving forward. I hope that she can find a foothold and I hope the longer, you know, she sticks around, um, that will work out for her. Um and I and I do think like probably her best option is to go with Michael and Brittany and and Kyle if they do form something because you know I do think that the girls are never really fully going to see her as as an equal ally in in this so I I I hope she can pull it off but at this point like she's going up but it's not quite <laughs> there yet. All right, Chantal. So obviously I'm rooting for Taylor. I think that she, the start of her game has been pretty unfortunate and like, it's really hard. I think for her to understand how to play this game because she's playing not even from the bottom. Like she's like, like in the ground, like she's playing inside. It's such a deficit with what's going on. Like she has no real social capital, like capital. Nobody really wants to fully work with her. They're willing to use her, but they're also willing to get rid of her as well. And so it's just really frustrating that she it's going to take her a long time for her to be able to be a real player in the game. Um, I, I want to give her a high score because like, I appreciate her perseverance. I appreciate her not getting down. You know, like if I was in that house and people, the way that people were treating me that first week, like we did see her break down a couple of times, but I think I'd be pretty upset 
She's miscongeniality. Like, how is miscongeniality being crying over because people don't, don't like her and, and she's not getting along with people? So I, I do appreciate the fact that she has perseverance and that she wants to be there and she wants to, you know, push through. I am hoping that she decides she wants to win head of household because if she does win, I think that that is going to be the way that she's going to be able to change her fate in this game. But I'm worried that she's gotten so comfortable playing from the bottom that she might just rather be a pawn than be in a power position. So because I'm worried for her in the game, I'm going to agree with both of you and give Taylor a four. I really wanted to give her a five, but I don't think I can because she could easily go up and go home next week. Well, the audience also really wanted to give her a five. It was a very another very close vote between a four and a five. Uh, the audience decided to go ahead and do it. The audience gave her a five. There you go. Uh, okay, let's talk about Terrence. Melissa, what do you think about Terrence? Um, he's not on the block, so that's good. Um. I did think that that moment was really funny when he thought that the target was Taylor. And so when Nicole came to talk to him about it, he's like, I'm all on board. I'm in. We're voting out Taylor. I'm ready for her to go. And then she's like, no, we're we're voting out Pooch. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And then they just like burst out into laughter. I thought that was so funny. Um, It's just like, but it, it accurately shows like where he is in the house. Like he's like the last to know. He, I mean, at least he knows, like, at least they told him. So I guess that's good. But at the same time, like he, he's not really in on anything. Like, and I can absolutely see him being a pawn in the future. You know, he's been on the block before. It'd be easy to put him up again. So I do think he's in a better spot than he was last week, but I really don't think he's in a good spot. So um, I'm going to give him a four. All right, Chantel. I'm kind of disappointed in Terrence. I mean, yeah, it's great that he's not on the block this week, but like, I don't know the fact that he's still kind of bashing Tara, um, Taylor still wants her to go. I'm like, I just, I still don't understand why from his perspective, like perspective, why that would be good for his game. Um, I forgot about him. Cause I, when you said like Terrence is next, I was like, who's Ter-? like, I actually for a second didn't remember who Terrence was. And that kind of shows me that he's not really doing that much in the game. He's not really involved in the game chats. He's not like, I don't, I don't picture him like I can't see his path to the end. I don't know who he's going to work with. I don't even really know who he would probably put up. I guess Taylor and uh, maybe Indy. Like I I actually have no idea who he would put up. And so I think that if I don't know and like I watch him all the time, I think that his house guests probably don't know and probably were just like, uh, I don't know where he stands. So I'd be easy to to lose him. So I think four is too high, Melissa. I'm going with a three for Terrence. All right. The audience agrees with Chantel. The audience gave Terrence a three. And man, I, you know, I, I think looking at Terrence uh, last week, he was on the block and he was in, I think, a worse position. And I gave him a three, which did incline me uh, uh, or, or like uh, make me think that maybe I should uh, go up to a four for Terrence this week. You know, but but it's not like he's really done a ton this week to warrant this. Uh, and if I look at my other fours, I think all of them have more win equity than Terrence does at the moment. So I think I also have to go with the three here for Terrence. I like I said, I don't think his position is as bad as it was before. But even though he's now been included in some groups, he still is not involved in those groups. 
he's not talking game with those groups. He's not strategizing. He's not planning. He's not really doing much there. Uh, now I think he's likable. I think if he made it to the end, um, you know, maybe he, uh, would have a chance. I think there's, I think there's still some potential here for Terrence long term, but, and, and I think he probably will be around for a little while, but, you know, as per usual, uh, you know, he is just kind of like, he's just kind of on the outside here as the quote unquote older, uh, house guest. And, uh, it's, it's not a great spot for him at this time. So let's finally talk about Turner Chantel. <laughs> At this point, like the most interesting part for me about Turner is like Turner and Pooch. Like, I think that's a witty name. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's over. It's most likely going to be over. I mean, I with him as well, I really haven't seen him play that much. He's kind of an afterthought when I think of what's going on strategically. Like, I just, I just, he doesn't know what's going on in the game. Nobody seems to want to be bringing him in. He's attached to the person that's going home. I don't think he really even knows that that's what's going to happen. He's definitely going to be left out and probably vote the incorrectly. And all of that is terrible. And, and it just would allow him to be an easy target for a majority of the house next week. So I don't think he gets the sad trombone music, but pretty close. For me, he's getting a two because I, I do not see any strategic bones in this, this man so far. Um, and I don't see his path to the end as of yet. All right. Well, the audience isn't quite so low on <laughs> Turner, but they did give him a three which uh, I am inclined to agree with uh, from the audience. I, I think that he's definitely a big target heading into next week. He's definitely not doing much at all. Um, but I would say, unlike Terrence, uh, he does actively strategize and talk game with his allies a bit more. Now, Terrence, like I, I would say Terrence, when he talks game, is more just like agreeing with people and or... <laughs> kind of talking smack occasionally. Uh, whereas, you know, Turner is involved in discussions and yeah. uh, he does have connections with the guys. Um, and if the guys, you know, are the guys are really wanting to keep Pooch, they definitely aren't going to want to drop Turner anytime soon. Um, and I think that with Pooch gone, we may see a different Turner, uh, mm -hmm. one that has to branch out a little more. I'm not optimistic about his social ability at this point. So again, it's still a three, which is pretty low, but uh, not quite down to a two yet, especially because the talk about turning uh, about targeting Turner has died down a little bit as Britney's target has gone up and, uh, you know, sure. Indy and, and all of these people. Right. So um, I think that he may not be the, uh, the the chalk pick for target next week. Uh, Melissa. What are your yeah, um, I agree. I think that this is really not a good week for him because he's losing his number one ally. However, I hope that this is like the kick in the pants that he needs to kind of branch out and actually start doing some work in the house. Um, I, I hope that's the case. I don't know. Um, because also like there is like the looming element of everybody saying like, well, we'll get Turner out next week. So like, I don't know if that'll change um, if he'll be able to turn that around, but there is discussion on that. So he is, it's not like, Oh, well, it's like it's not like a showman's where that person then falls off the radar and then people forget about it. It could end up that way, but it does seem like people still are like, oh, an easy target. We'll get Turner out next. So um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I I do feel like uh, 
I'm giving like a Taylor style confessional here, but like, I like his voice. I don't know what it is, but like, for whatever reason, I like his voice. So I don't know if it's like, it's like an ASR thing or something. I don't know. I, I just, I like it. And that, that's my Taylor confessional that I'll give everybody. But, uh, but that's, that's about it. Cause I don't really know what he's doing strategy wise yet, but I am keen to see what he can do once Pooch is gone and he's not so tied to him. So he is a three for me at this point, but we will see. You heard it here first. Uh, Melissa has a crush on Turner. When comes the heavy petting? Please God, no. (laughs) Extra large condoms. Let's just, oh God. Let's just stop with the boys thing. (laughs) Chantal's like, okay, I'm done. done." Uh, (laughs) He's a YouTuber. He's got YouTube voice. Maybe that, yeah, that might be what it is. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Um, All right. (laughs) Wow, the chat is... You're never going to live this town, Melissa. The chat is hating on me. Uh, I can't wait for Taryn to find a clip now. Yeah, Corey says, good thing he doesn't have glasses. (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, Mm. please. Yeah. Uh, All right, that's... Wow. That's the the, the glasses, (laughs) the voice. It would be done. No, all I'm saying is the voice, guys. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, <laughs> now, now I'm gonna have like a, that Taylor regret where I'm just like, oh my god, what did, what I, did I just do? What did I just do? Post post podcast regret. <laughs> what did I say why? Mm. Uh, okay, that's the stock watch for the week. Um, I hope you. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you all uh, agreed. Or if you didn't agree, I hope that you're okay and that you're doing fine and that, you know, your health isn't suffering or anything like that. Uh, let's, uh, we'll check out the leaderboard in just a second if we can, uh, it, once it, uh, once it updates to see what happened, but we can reveal. Uh, what we have done. Chantel, did you make any picks this week? I totally forgot. And so I'm sad that like I didn't get some of these players a little cheaper. Um, so I will be playing after this, but I did forget to do it last week. I'm sorry. All right, Melissa, what did you do? I believe I bought Kyle and Alyssa, I think. Kyle and Alyssa. Okay, so Kyle will have made you a little bit of money and Alyssa will have made you uh, a bit of money. Nice. Um, there you go. Uh, I also actually decided to do a, cause I very nearly forgot. And so <laughs> wow. I ran to the computer with a couple of minutes left and, uh, went initially all in on Kyle. Um, and then was like, ah, and I decided to take half of it out and put half of it on Michael. Uh, so, um, Michael was the best buy uh, of the week, I believe. So, uh, we will see what that does for me. Uh, only half in on Michael though. Um, so, uh, we will see. I, I think we don't quite have a leaderboard yet, but we'll see if it, uh, if it ends up coming up. We, uh, you know, uh, first, first week of the stock watch, we may not have, uh, the leaderboard ready for, uh, for now, but, uh, we will see. Anything else that we should bring up before we wrap up the podcast? Uh, anything, uh, anything else to say, Melissa? Not particularly. I think, you know, I've been very pleased to see that uh, it's only week two and people are really there to play. Um, I appreciate that fact because uh, a lot of the times it's very, very easy in the first couple of weeks to kind of just like 
go with the flow, go with the house. There's always kind of a direction people are tending to go in. And it's usually whoever's kind of on the outs. Um, And then they just decide like, you know what, let's go ahead and just get that person out. It's very easy. They don't have any allies. So like, why not? And I very much appreciate the fact that that's really not the way this has been going. Um, I do think it would have been a very easy week for them to just have Taylor leave. I don't think it would have been the smart decision, but I think it would have been an easy thing to do. And I do appreciate that. They're like, yeah, we're not going to do the easy thing. We want to go hard and we want to get the people out. And I like the fact that the girls all recognize that they have the numbers now and they won't necessarily have those numbers later. And I feel like we've been saying this all along is like, now's the time. Like yesterday was the time to get the very big threats out, like the heavy hitter guys, you know? And and if you wait too long saying, well, now it's, yeah, I don't want to make a big move yet. I'm not ready to make a big move yet. Eventually you won't be able to make that move. So the idea that they're all kind of like, we need to do stuff now. Um, it is very appealing to me. Um, and I'm very excited to see where this goes. All right, Chantel, any final thoughts? My final thought is that I'm surprised that I'm interested in the twist. I kind of want to see what's going to happen. I usually do not enjoy twists, but I'm like, what's going to be, what's going to, you know, come of this BB besties twist. And I think it's because I'm hoping that it will shake up in the game, the game in a way that will give Taylor a fighting chance and, and allow her to be able to play on an equal playing ground playing field as everybody else got that opportunity to. So I'm shocked that I'm looking forward to seeing how this twist plays out. That's where I stand. All right. Well, uh, next week, as I said, we may have a lot less to work with uh, in terms of <laughs> content uh, feeds to what talk are you do about. When you have a free weekend. <laughs> like, Look, who knows? Anything can happen. Oh, wow. uh, if no, no feeds means uh, the world is my oyster. Wow. So. Uh, we'll see, we'll see where the wind takes me. Uh, oh, look at this. We do have a leaderboard. leaderboard. Here we go. Uh, let's pull it up. Here's the leaderboard. Uh, looks like, uh, Kasaya, Kasia, uh, in first place. Uh, wait, no, that's, that's a glitch. <laughs> 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 Never mind. Um, yeah, wait. I think the second place is also probably a glitch. Here's the pr- here's the, probably the real first place is Trumpet King. Uh, how, is that, how is that? How is that working? I'm so confused. Look, websites are hard. Yeah, well, don't ask me. I don't know anything about it. Uh, Trumpet King tied with a bunch of other people uh, whose Whoa. names are flashing across the screen here. Went all in on uh, Michael. Oh my god! And nice. are in first place, tied for first place uh look at marcus here uh, in the in this group um mcfro who is a bb can 8 top tenor um and uh looks like a bb can 10 top five or martha here uh tied for uh 26th place um let's see uh where where am i here i'm uh, usually like top 500 me. you know um, <laughs> top fiver like not my life Oh yeah, not me. Uh, here's me, 289th place with the Michael Kyle split. Uh, so eh, it's okay. Um, where's Melissa? How does she fare against the other Melissas? Mm, yeah, that's that's my real competition at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Just myself. You'll be number one, I believe. I hope so. We'll see. 
We will see. She's uh have you have you have, have you ever beaten all the Melissa's at the end of the season? There's so many Melissa's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I did. Okay, so I'm like You're currently a this a sixth place Melissa er. All right. Well, uh, you know. a a 793rd place overall, top 50%. So pretty uh, good. with with some Kyle and some Alyssa. There you go. All it right. is kind of funny that if you use the name Melissa on here, you get shown <laughs> on <laughs> well, the don't, podcast. Don't reveal the secrets. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. It's a little, like people are already putting Melissa Queen Denny down there. They're trying to get in this. They're trying to get shown on the pod. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's where we stand with the stock watch. The market will close at the regular time, 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. Even though there's no episode, the market will still close. So make sure you have your decisions in at by that time, Chantel and me. <laughs> and Melissa. Okay, yeah, like, I was gonna say, like, you think I will remember this? I'm, the I'm worst gonna do it right after it. this, so that I'll just remember because I like I dilly dallied, and then I was out on Thursday, and I watched the episode later, so that I just completely was out of routine and forgot about it. So I the, will do it after this. The true strategy is to is to make a a move, at least one move immediately right uh yeah so you at least have something in there and then if you forget you've at least done something uh and then you can you can always change it before the uh the market closes Mm -hmm. um i I say that and i don't ever actually do it Um, (laughs) i don't either (laughs) look this podcast ends and i'm like oh i know i'm like i'm tired i gotta eat something (laughs) yeah no this podcast is always the long one uh, yes. Well, uh, that's what we've got for this week. Hopefully we got something to talk about this weekend, but, uh, we will do our best here. Um, if there are no feeds, then, uh, we will probably still have some content for you. Uh, uh, we will probably do the Q and a on Saturday, uh, when, when the update would have been in place, if there were feeds and if there are feeds, it will just be an update. Uh, we'll keep you informed as the week progresses and we get more information about the situation. But, uh, you know, everything, uh, just stick around, stay tuned. Um, we'll keep you updated with the update situation and, and all of that. So, uh, check all of that out. Find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Just before this, uh, podcast, I did a, a quick little stream playing a game called Stray where you play I heard as of a this kitten. Game. I, w- yes. I think I might like this game. Kitten. I think you might like it. Look, I, it, yeah. it was basically made specifically for me. You play as a kitten in a world of robots. Oh, wow. That is for you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was, it was asking awesome. my brother about this game today because I heard about it and I was like, that sounds cute. It is cute. I don't cute. know if the whole thing is, is it like, fun? just cute, but... It was good. Yeah, I was uh, like, I played about an hour before this uh, podcast. It was good. Uh, I plan to go back to it. So make sure you follow me over on Twitch. Uh, if you want to see some stray kitten robot action. Um, I tried to show my my cat Callus the game. Um, and uh, he said, uh, I'd rather be behind the monitor than seeing what's on the monitor. Uh, but I've someday. I've seen videos of like cats being like, or dogs being like, what's the deal with this? Like as their person's playing it. Like, yeah. 
I'm very yeah. interested, intrigued by this game, and I'm not usually intrigued by video games. So, well, there you go. And of course, I'll be watching the Big Brother episodes live with all of you over on Twitch as well, uh, having fun over there with that. Uh, you can also find the Among Us videos that I've been posting on YouTube of the games we've been playing weekly. Some uh, good ones have been coming out. Some fun stuff. Uh, classically, uh, Kirsten uh, called me uh, that Aries mother. Uh, that one came out recently uh so you can check that out over on my youtube channel uh and um yeah that's what uh, that's what i got uh chantelle what are you up to so you can you know find me on social media at shanfriend friend on instagram which has all my socials or on youtube at reality realist with three s's but something fun that i'm going to be doing tomorrow with sarah from nerdtainment at 3 p.m eastern is we're going to go through all the astrology and i'm going to pull some tarot cards for each of the house guests to see what the cards say and 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 if there's any sort of tells with their astrological makeup as to how they're going to do in this game so tune into that if you're interested in that Maybe maybe uh would give some good stock watch advice. It could. It could. There you hmm. go. Uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh of course you can find Melissa at it's Melissa with three A's. Um uh, just uh you know, if you've if you've got a voice like Turner's, just be careful. Ooh. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> better watch out. <laughs> Uh, that's what we have thank you all so much for joining us here today and we will see all of you next time hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details